It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. And I'm in the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Never ending story. Hey, What's up, Mikey Poo? That was a great one. Fucking my kids won't stop listening to the Neverending Story song now. They Have they telling, ever seen the movie? Um, I believe Micah saw the first one. What's the name of the fucking Falcor? Falcor. Yeah. Fucking big ass bitch. Nikki didn't know what that was. I was so sad. I was <gasps> like, how do you not know? And she's like, it's just a movie to me. I'm like, I almost had a seizure. I was wow. like, fuck you too. Like, just Well, don't movie. say that because you actually could have one. Yeah. Keep behind the window, I guess. <laughs> but also... Also, fuck you. You're going to give somebody shit about not knowing fucking Falcor when you're like, oh, I don't know what Lord of the Rings is. I, I knew what Lord of the Rings was. <laughs> I knew who the fuck Golem was. I knew the characters. Come on. I knew who Andy Serkis was. At least the, main, the main characters. Like, yeah, it'd be, about, it'd be nice if you fucking actually understood any of the references from that movie from now on. But no. Just can't, can't bring yourself to watch it, can you? Nope. Nope. Damn you. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, see, I tried to do a segue. And I just. Nope. Now no, I just so, seem, um, yeah. So uh, now, I just seem, now I just seem bitter. <laughs> John. Hey, what? You watched something. I did. What did you I watch? Did. I watched a couple of somethings, actually. A, a couple of somethings? Yeah. A couple of stranger things, if you will. And um, I watched all three freaking seasons, man. In how many days? Uh, I did it in under a week, so I would say maybe five days. Okay, give or take. That's not five bad. Or six. Not bad. Yeah, because they're like eight episodes, I think, per season. Yeah, about about eight and a half hours worth of content each each yeah. season. I think somewhere in there. It's uh, it's good shit. Uh, first season's fucking awesome. I mean, I figured throughout the cast maybe i'll get a little more into it but like initial response first season's fucking brilliant i love it i like everything about it um except the climax the final the final season was a little lackluster season the the last confrontation with well obviously spoilers because we're talking about it yep when spoilers for all three seasons yeah all three seasons Uh, just in case yeah just in case um so l shows up at the end to help with the to help with the creature and the way she defeats the creature is pretty goddamn lackluster. Um, which was a shame because the, the season was like the season built up. They built it up so good. And like the intensity was really, really strong and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of like, eh, poof. And now, which, like, okay. which season was that one? That was the first one. Okay. First season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which was totally good. And it, it was fine. I mean, that's a bit of an epic, but it would have been cooler if the, the climax with the monster was a little bit more crazy. I don't remember how the first season ended. Um, um it was I, the, they were in the school with the Demigorgon and like. Oh um, yeah. Luke, yeah. Cause that was the one with just one Demigorgon then. Correct? Yeah. It's yeah. just the one creature. And, yep. um, Lucas pulls back the the slingshot, and then when he lets go, like, the second or third shot, all of a sudden the Demigorgon flies into the wall, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Right. And then L shows up and just screams at it, and they both, like, dissipate. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Oh, that, oh, that's it? Oh. They they all like right, to have right. her just cool. scream. 
Like she she's screams the, almost every fucking season she's in. She is the day. <laughs> she is the Deus Ex Machina of of this show. Because holy fuck, is season two not good? <laughs> I really didn't like season two like, they, at all. Season two, they do this stupid like Lost Boys kind of thing with Elle going and finding like other kids with power, or another kid with powers. Because I don't think the other ones had powers. Just that one. No, chick, it was right? just the Indian chick. Yeah. Yeah. Which fuck, fuck that whole storyline. What a fucking useless waste of fucking time. I, I think that was a good way to keep her out of Hawkins while all the rest of the story progressed. Otherwise, she would have been there right away and been able to just knock everything out. I don't know, though. I mean, she was there for the first season, too, and, like, there were still problems. But she but, wasn't sure of what all of her power could do. Well, neither are we. Yeah, we're still I mean, not sure. <laughs> you don't know the limitations and yeah. stuff. And, like, at least in season three, Mike brings it up. It's like, for all we know, it could give her brain damage because her fucking nose is always bleeding. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like. And no one ever takes that into consideration as to, like, what this is actually doing to her. They never yeah. give her a fucking CAT scan or nothing. I can't like, believe it. I, like, I mean, you it's would think the 80s. I'm not sure how well CAT scans were then, but they had them. Yeah, but more it's less like Hopper would just be like, you know, because he's playing daddy for the second season. It's like, well, when, wouldn't you be concerned her nose is bleeding? Like, ever? Are we going to be concerned about that? Or are we just going to be, okay, it's fine. Power to work? Sure. And then they introduced that weird, um, uh, like water mind temple thing she does where she goes into the black space and like can spy on people or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, man, they, they call really do it not something explain. in the f- first season, don't they? Sure. I, 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 don't know. I believe they called it something. I, I'm not sure. Cause it's, it's not, um, I, Oh, it's I, not the upside down. No, it's, it's not like, the upside down, but they call it something like mind space or some bullshit. Sure. Static, <laughs> static space or something. But it's like they again, they don't explain the extent of what that is. She just kind of can use it whenever she wants. Right. Like, does she have to know the person? Does she have to see them? Because like the cause void. The third... oh, OK, it's a visual third... representation of her mind. Because in the third season, when Heather, when Billy takes Heather, that lifeguard chick that he works with. Yes. And she grabs the picture. I'm like, okay, so she needs to see them? Is that all it is? Or does she actually need to know? Like, how is she finding these people? Of, it's just, it of just the works lifeguard for the chick. I think she needed to know, like, what the girl looked like originally. Because she only ever goes and sees people that she she is. Already seen? Already seen. I believe. Okay. I don't remember how they uh, tackle it in the first two seasons. Because they also have her seeing in one of them, like the demigorgon is in one, and she never yeah. saw that before. Yeah, it's so. I, like like I said, they just don't cover her powers enough, and like, there's no, I don't know what the ramifications are. Like, I don't know, like, is there bad stuff happened to her? Is there not? How right. strong can she be? Does she just get stronger if she yells louder? Like, how does this work? Um, and in the second season, as cool as the scene looked. As cool as the scene looked when she closed uh, the door to the Upside Down, that that looked really awesome, but it was just like, okay, she just showed up for the last episode. Yeah. That was it, and yeah. just did it. It was just like, I don't know. It would have been kind of cool if, like, 
And she's still like all like punked out too. <laughs> God, that's doing fucking <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. Oh man. I find that whole that whole thing with the with the the rockabillies was just fucking dumb. It, and it, it was just, made me want another SLC punk movie. <laughs> well, and also to be fair, it wouldn't have bothered me so much if they didn't sandwich it in the middle of the climax of the entire season. Yeah. It's like all the demigorgon dogs, the demo dogs start to come out of the upside down. We cut away. We cut away, and then it's a whole episode of Elle and her fucking retard friends. Yeah, and then we they, come they back. They tend to do that each. I don't think they did that in the first season, but in the second and third, they like sprouted off to a either. different uh, storyline for a second. Oh yeah, she because that's when Elle went and saw her mom and figured out the, the yeah. rainbow. Yeah, and let me tell you, another pointless scene because that really does nothing no that was season two as well where she went yeah to that see was her mom. season two when she saw her mom which she's found her mom in the void as well and she didn't even know her mom looked like i guess because they don't no. really say how old she was when she was taken i think part of it was the mom can do that kind of stuff too so maybe okay. the mom found her okay and that's how she like displayed herself in the in the void and then and then after that ellen knew who she was um that would be the way i'd write that off um but that felt like the du- the That's brothers. That's a lot of projecting, duff. John. You're, I know, you're projecting right? that, <laughs> right? And the brothers, the brothers Duff, the the Duffer brothers, felt like, um, especially with the mom thing doing the rainbow to the left, to the right, or whatever, to the left, yeah. four to the right, which I thought was clever. But then I told, I was even telling Hannah when I was watching, I'm like, oh, it's like a code thing, or it's like a memory thing, right? And then and then they show it to you, and I go. God, I loved it when they did this with Hodor in Game of Thrones. <laughs> You're not going to get that reference. Well, you that. might. No. You might because it was a big meme forever. Hold the door. Hold the door. No. Well, spoilers because you're never going to watch Game of Thrones. Uh, Hodor, the big the big simpleton in Game of Thrones. John just all wants it, me to watch all these like old fantasy things. Old tiny were, fantasy things. I guess Game of Thrones were, isn't like old, but. But, to, but they were cultural phenomenons. Give me a break. Do you want me to watch all these things that everybody else loves to death? And I'm just like, eh. Well, to be fair, Game of Thrones, like, failed miserably in the last three seasons. But so I think you did watch Stranger Things, so. I, mean. I did. Um, <laughs> but, like, in, in Game of Thrones, like, Hodor can only say Hodor. He's kind of a simpleton, and that's all okay. he can do. And then one day you find out, like, uh, Bran goes, like, back in time, and it's, like, accidentally fucked with his brain. Wait, they have time travel in Game of Thrones? Spoilers, mm-hmm. I guess. Like a weird, the fuck? like a weird, Why? like a weird. Eh, it's, it's. Did really it make weird. sense? Was it in the books? I'm sure it's in the books. Yeah, I didn't the read f- all the books. What the fuck? Just trust me. Watch it. It kind of works. It's like a. It's. It's like only like a specific being can. Is it do like it. actually time travel or is it like just a flashback? It's it's like a flashback. Like he goes showing back and that like, he went back and okay yeah that he's like back in Winterfell when Hodor was a kid. I might have to watch that episode just to and, see because um, I'm like it's a cool it's a it's cool weird. episode it's a cool episode and um um they're like being attacked by zombies and shit and he goes back and he goes back in time to learn some stuff okay but the whole point is is you're not supposed to interact with anything right but then you find out that somehow Bran can interact with people. But not like almost in a physical way, only in a mental way, because uh, the raven, the three-eyed raven, can see through all of time and space. 
Right. And there and there's only like one of them ever. Um, so that's how they can explain that away. It's not like everybody's capable of it or anything. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but the thing is, is he's like yelling because in real life uh, they're being attacked and they need Hodor to hold the to hold this door closed so they can escape. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps saying it to this kid. And then the kid ends up having a seizure and he's freaking out. And he's like, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door, Hodor. Hodor. And I'm like, oh my God. And it was like one of those scenes where you just go, holy fuck, dude. This was like four seasons of just buildup that you didn't didn't even know you wanted. And then you got it and you go, this is fucking epic. Right. It was it was really fucking cool. And it was something I'd kind of never seen before, which was really neat. And then they kind of do it in Stranger Things season two with the whole rainbow to the right, finding right. to where the door's at, yeah. Yeah, and it felt daughter. almost exactly yeah, yeah, and it felt almost exactly the same. And I was like, but it was well done. It was cool. It was just like, but it was just oh, it all felt so fucking pointless. Yeah. And it's like we already have L and we have all this cool shit happening with the upside down. Can we just go hang out with them, please? Like with the right. interesting there, shit. There's a lot of stuff that they have in in and the sad thing is these are like eight episode seasons. And they still find a way to make it look like a 22 episode season of That's like putting felt, yeah. a filler episodes in. Yeah. It's like, you know, they, they had filler episodes back in the day because there were 22 fucking episodes. Yeah. Y- you needed that. You had shit a season. Then. You had to fill the spots. Yeah. You had to do that stuff. Yeah. You had your main storyline going through the back. But it's like some of this stuff is like it doesn't really pertain to the rest of the story, especially the shit from season two. It never gets talked about back in season three. Yeah. Like, even There's a her going away, yeah. um, the other girl is never even referenced. The None of the punks are. Her mom. Wait, did her, yeah. her the mom didn't even die in the second season, did she? I don't remember. No, she's still See, there. And then and then so all like, she does is tell Mama Hopper back. that she went to go visit her. That was it. Bring was Mama. Like, oh, okay, so we're just Mama? done with it? I just Mama? went to go see Mama. That's it? All right, cool. Mama? Like, Fair enough. Mama, please. Mama. And... God, mom and papa, I get it. Um, I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't piss me off so much, but it's just like, yeah, when you only have eight, eight episodes or you're only going to do eight episodes, it's like time is valuable. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's go. Let's keep this story interesting and keep it toit. But now, I think the first season did really well at getting the whole story of Cross. It was a oh, lot yeah. more dramatic, too, especially mm-hmm. seeing Winona Ryder, like, freaking out about her God, son. So Everything in that was just awesome. Well, and um, Hopper was a cool character. He was kind of like a disgruntled cop. Sheriff I'll have to guy. go back and rewatch season one. Like I've watched season one actually twice now. See, I'm about to. I started. I watched again. season one by myself, and then season two was coming out, and I told Nick, I was like, "You guys might actually, you might like this show." Mm-hmm. So we ended up watching season one and season two back to back together. Oh, that's cool. And then that's how we got it in as a family thing. So season three, we all watched it together as well because mm-hmm. the kids watched it too. Yeah. Um, so that's why it took it. Sometimes will take me a little longer to watch some things because sometimes yeah. we're like, we're going to watch these together and that's it. Yeah, like, I do that too. All yeah. the Marvel shit is like, we, I have to watch it with Nick. So <laughs> like, that's why we haven't f- watched shield agents of shield since the first episode this season or, um, like all the fucking Marvel shows on Hulu, like Cloak and Dagger yeah. and shit. Even though they God, don't I really want... pertain to the MCU no. type stuff. But Cloak and Dagger looks great, though. But it looks good, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm interested to see how well that is. Because um, I read a few of the Cloak and Dagger comics. I actually almost picked three up yesterday, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. 
Hold up. Um, I guess I guess with the rest, I still like the I still like the show a lot. Um, it's mm-hmm. ext- the first season. I think the reason why I liked the first season was because it was so good. Like it was just random. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of something that felt like, ooh, this is good story making. Like we haven't seen this in a minute, and like right. there there's some psychological stuff to it. There's some supernatural stuff to it. And then season two got really predictable, and so did the third one. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, especially when Sean Astin's character shows up, when yeah. uh, Samwise shows up. I'm like, oh, this guy's so dead. They might as well just paint it on his face that I'm cannon fodder. And uh, it's cool he goes out, he goes out like, at least being useful. But at the same time, it was like, oh, okay. But luckily, they did it good and, I don't know, kept him useful and... Uh, season two is fine. Season three was one of those things where that they changed the tone like a hundred. It was literally like season one was like the winter soldier or something, something dark and kind of brooding and psychological. Right. And then you go to season three. It's like watching Thor Ragnarok. It's like big bright colors and like everybody's kind of like a hyperbolic version of themselves. It was really crazy. Like Hopper turns kind of turns into a clown and like, you know, the the, season three, they kind of like they just started off. No, correct me if I'm wrong. Like they started off with Mike and L in the bedroom, like kissing and shit. And that's when you see Hopper for the first time as a fat dude, just like fat drunk dad, like like overprotective fat drunk dad, too, at that. Yep. (laughs) Actually, the very first thing you see is uh, like a Iron Sky bad CGI room of them of the Russians trying to reopen. Oh yeah, yeah, that's down. right. Yep. You and when see that, and then they go boosh. I go, oh my god, we're really doing Russians, huh? And then it, and then they're like in an underground compound. I go, this is gonna be just like a sci-fi movie or yeah. like a sci-fi original series movie. And sure enough, it was, but like with a really big budget and really talented actors. Oh yeah. So I was like. You I get I Russian really, Arnold in there. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. The fake Terminator. Terminator. Um, but so, pretty much th- three episodes in, I'm like, I fucking hate this. Like, this is really dumb. <laughs> this isn't, you know, it's kind of it like a complete tone se- change. Yeah. When you watch season one, you go, this is not the show I signed up for. And then, but then you get into like season five and realize, nope, this is where we're going to be. Or season five, episode like four or five. And you go, nope, this is where it's going to go. This is what it's like. Cool. I'm in. Fuck it. It's fun. I'll watch it. It was super fun. Um, everybody's favorite scene is that never-ending story shit with Susie and Dustin. When That's everyone's on favorite the... scene? That's what I'm hearing right now. Everybody's like, I... oh, it's so great, and it's nostalgic. I mean, it was like... I love the scene. I love the scene. I hate where they fucking put it in the show. They put yeah. it in, like, the climax again. It was like you just and... you built this big, beautiful thing up with all this intensity and now we're having this auto-tuned fucking goofy ass moment and if she would have just given him the the fucking numbers hopper'd be alive susie's the villain susie's the villain of season not only that if she if if she would just given the numbers he would be alive or if dusty would have just started singing faster instead of worrying about what everyone was thinking yeah she'd be alive don't hesitate. See what ha- happens when you hesitate, man? People die. Fucking ass <laughs> God damn it. Or that, instead I, of being very dramatic and being like, on the count of three, 
Just fucking twist the keys right now. Do it. Yep. Do it. God. The, yeah. What the, the world fuck? is I at stake. That. I hated that. <laughs> um, three, gotta, two. <laughs> see how quick that is. How? How? Uh, I'm sick of seeing Steve get shit on. Yeah. Cause in season Joe four, Joe Carey is like, I want to see him in more shit. I think I've only seen him in commercials. Besides this. Um, He's like a fake John Ralphio. I love him. There, he was in some uh, uh, weird like werewolf movie thing. I think it was called Slice. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't think he was like a main character or anything. It was, it was a. I don't remember where I even watched that. <clears throat> but that was like a year or so ago. He did that one. Um, but he hasn't done a whole lot yet. Mm-mm. But, but I think he will after this. He's awesome. Oh yeah. I I don't know. It's and I liked his character because in the first season they try to paint him as the shitty jock boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then you find out no, he's not he's not a shitty guy. He's actually a good guy. And then they double yeah. up on him in the second season that he's a good dude. And then in the third one they turn him into a clown and everybody loves him. And I'm like, I really dig his character and I'm just kind of sick of seeing him get shit on and beat up all the time. I was so. happy that they gave him finally a scene where he won the fight. <laughs> yeah, and they actually mentioned it too. Ass kicked. Yeah, and he beat a soldier, which was cool. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Kids in high school are kicking your ass, but you just took out a Russian soldier. Yeah, I think they're trying to like make fun of Russian sh- soldiers at the same time. Right? I think so too. Be like, you got your ass kicked by this dude who couldn't kick anybody else's ass. Yeah, they took like the Russians and made them stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. I just want his character to have a win. So next season, I hope he ends up with the hottest chick in the planet. And like, he's just, he's just wins, wins the fucking lottery and shit. Like, I don't know. I want him. I want him to, it's just his actor. The actor is great. And the character was, it was nice that they didn't paint him as a shitty boyfriend trope. Oh, he's going to be in um, a movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi. Is it a Thor four? Um, no, it's which um, just got announced, by the way. Yeah, Taika, Taika Waititi writing and directing Free Guy, and it's directed by Sean Levy. Okay. Written I'll by Matt Lieberman. Yeah, okay. I'll I can see that. that. But yeah, uh, overall, a uh, uh, couple of couple of big misses in the second two seasons. If you don't mind a little bit more of a comedic sci-fi thing, because the. Because holy shit, dude, the monsters, the CGI monsters and shit look mm-hmm. fucking awesome in the third season. The demo dogs are kind of stupid, but the Demigorgon in the first season looks fucking awesome. And the big monster in season three looks actually really fucking good. The so, when it comes together from everybody. Yeah, the mind flayer or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, Billy's character's cool. The second season, they were really, really hinting at him being racist. I'm really glad they dropped that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they had it for like I think one or two episodes. They were hinting at it uh, being racist, but I think it's more of like kind of overprotective. I think. I was, I, but trust it me, was the, because she was on. dating a black guy is why it seemed racist. I feel well, I that it was also like because they show later that he's like uh, a protective brother ish type. Um, uh, I think the problem is, is that you get that feeling because the third season he gets tur- he, he has bad things happen to him so quick. I guess you, so. Yeah. You feel bad for him. Everybody kind of forgets he's an asshole. Like yeah. he, from the minute he shows up to pretty much the minute he dies, he's a dickhead. 
yeah. you know, he only he only does the redeeming thing to save his sister at the end, and that doesn't make him necessarily a good character. <laughs> um, I think people will give him that, but you could tell the second season was absolutely trying to paint him as a bigot or a racist, and luckily they dropped that shit. Right. When they started making him the the womanizer, like he was going after the cougars, I was fucking all about that dude. It was so awesome. Though I think the biggest the biggest disappointment for me is he didn't bang Mike's mom. <laughs> I wanted it to happen so bad. I was like, oh, it would have been so great for him right. to say that to Mike. Like right before he died, or like because he was like taken over, like he wanted to hurt Mike's feelings. He's like, I fucked your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um It's a good show though. I, I will hundred percent say everybody who says season three is the best was yeah. coming in for something else. Um I feel I would, though that the because that was the main consensus, and I said that on the other podcast. Yeah. One of the others, like everyone was coming out saying season three is the best, and I called bullshit because yeah. it's it's not honestly it. Unless that's the tone that you're looking for in this show, then you weren't yeah. a fan of the first season. Then why are you mm-hmm. continuing watching it anyways? Um, and then like this season, one of the coolest things that they gave us that I liked was seeing Maya Hawk. Mm. She, um, the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, mm-hmm. and she was fucking brilliant. And like every scene that she was in, whether she was playing like drugged up, or yeah. like the emotional part that she had to play down there when she finally came out of the closet, yeah, to to Steve, anyways. Um, that was cool. Again, it was neat to have yeah. them do the LGBTQ stuff, like especially for back in the 80s, which yeah. I think – I told Hannah a lot of this stuff doesn't ring as hard as you would think because the 80s were not as fucking crazy racially charged as we are right now. No. Like, not, don't, get me, don't get me wrong. It was there, like the 50s. But like – But it wasn't so op- – like media it wasn't like open, the, media attention well, and shit. And it also wasn't like the – it wasn't like fucking Martin Luther King days. You know what I mean? It was like – this was – she was coming out, and it was looked a little bit upon or it was, like, kind of unknown. But, I mean, you got to talk about this, the late 60s and the early 70s. It's, like, flower children and acceptance mm. and love this and love that. It's, like, yeah. you, know, you know, we didn't really get back into it till like, the East Coast, West Coast rap wars. That's when that shit started to come back again and, you know, bloods and crips and gangs and shit. So, Which it was cool, though, too, because to see – to see that scene take place um, where he comes out and it's like kind of confessing that he likes her. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't like you. I like girls. It Which again kinda, was like, it, it sucked because it was like Steve, like right. finally, like he got beat up emotionally this time. Like he wasn't physically but he, getting punched. He handled but it, it like, like a true person. Like, Oh yeah. I love the fact that they, they didn't make it like he was telling everybody afterwards or something. Cause exactly. back in the eighties, you wouldn't like, yeah, you wouldn't be just running around like, I mean, granted, um, that's when that scene started building more anyways mm-hmm. um, it, for adults, though, but not for I guess she that is considered an adult. But yeah, Cause um, they're essentially college age at that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like 18 year college. I think they're 18, like 19 19? or 20. Yeah. Something like that. But um, to see like him just like switch it off and be like, OK, because he like saw that she was worried that she'd be criticized. Yeah. And he was like, okay, cool. No, and then started talking shit about the other girl. Like you wouldn't have liked her anyway. (laughs) He's just a good character, dude. I like his character. He's one of the most likable people. Like, and I love them tacking him and Dustin together. 
holy shit, I love them together. They were great. Yeah. Um, and they are, they always get teamed up together. Because since the first season, right? I think they were teamed up. Uh, I mean, not necessarily. Not as think, much. Because Steve was with his clique for most, of, the, most right. of that first season. It was the second season where they really got. Yeah. I, I would have to say if you like creepy, like psychological thriller mm-hmm. stuff, the first season's fucking brilliant. Go watch that. That's amazing. Yeah. If you like campy, silly sci-fi then watch the third season because I honestly believe they're two completely different shows. They're, yeah. they're just, they're not the same thing. They're just the same characters running around doing something different. Um, and you which, can't, you said something to me cause I told you I would like to see him in more movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the guy who played Steve. Yeah. And you said something about Spider-Man, which, eh, okay. What? But we oh. have a Spider-Man, but no, you I was said the- Nova. And I was making the joke. I was making the joke that, because he reminds every time I looked at him, he reminded me of Ed, like a weird melted version of Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, so. I can see that. But you said Nova after that. Yeah. And I went back and I, I pulled out one of my Nova comics and read it after that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I totally agree. I could see I, him as Nova. Like that would be, be pretty dope. And I, of course, I'm going off of the like Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Nova. Yeah. Um. So I think he'd be fucking. He'd be hilarious as that. Um, I, the the I, more funnier version of Nova, yeah. not like the the supreme Nova, whatever yeah. they put in before. More they had like am Nova I, kid and Nova. Nova was like a younger ish thing before. Probably. Um, Ultimate. I don't. He's like what twenties. I don't know. They were all in high school when were Ultimate they Spider Man? Okay, yeah, that was the one where like Drake Bell was doing the voice. Okay, yeah. Which then I always laugh because then Tom Holland grew out his hair, so he always kind of just seems like a another version of Drake Bell, <laughs> just playing Spider Man, which is funny. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, uh, Stranger Things season three was still like not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, season one's gonna always be the best for me right now, unless they do something really dope in season four. Yeah. Which uh, they kill off Harper. Uh, Hopper. Hop. Did I say Harper? Yes, you did. Um, Yeah, I'm reading other shit right now. They quote unquote kill off Jim. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead. Uh uh, because they do that little cut scene at the end credits. Yeah, which is the first time they've done one that I've noticed, anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, and then right before they grab out the Russian guy to feed to the demigorgon, Mm -hmm. they say not the American. Yep. So that just leads you to believe he's there somehow. I feel he got blasted through and yep. came out their side. Well, I was going to tell myself, I think he would have just jumped in. Right. Yeah. He would. He's smart enough. He would have just jumped. Um. Also, oh, underrated character who I love a lot. And I'm really sad. I actually cried a little bit uh, when Alexi got killed. Yeah. When dude, they, they fucking the, the way they killed him was so sad though. It's it was like, super fucking sad, dude. He's like holding a teddy bear and they shoot him through. It's like I was, I was like, no, like no. Yeah. It was the one time I was like, I was. Huh, Another really reason why it was very Terminator esque because <laughs> yeah. he just. <laughs> I was sad. I was sad. I I really didn't want to see him go, but yeah. that was good. And they brought the the crazy guy back again, who I wasn't like super down on in the second season, but. They brought him back and he was fine. The crazy guy. The, the conspiracy dude, uh, Baldi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
that actor plays a lot of weird characters. I'm fine with him. He's kind of a character actor, so I know him really well. So okay. when he showed up the first time, I go, ah, oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> but uh, I liked him in the third. Again, I think, I think the problem is, is people are going to say the third season's the best or the first season's the best. I think the second season's completely forgettable. The only reason why anybody's going to remember it's the one that Samwise is in. Hmm. I think that's the only thing that people are going to remember. But um, the third season, like I said, it's so campy and crazy. It's like, yeah, that's going to hit us a way different demographic than the first one. Yeah. So and then the people that are are claiming it, though, like the ones that were fans of everything else that are claiming it's like the best. I feel they're piggybacking on to everybody else saying that it's the best. Because you have a too. lot of critics saying that it's the best season. Yeah. But I also feel it's like, okay, how long ago did you watch the other two seasons? <laughs> all I have to say, all I have to say is literally finish the third season and then watch the first episode of the first season again. Yeah. And I, it, they're completely different shows. Yeah. They're just they're a hundred percent they're just so different. It's insane. And I said percently and I hate myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't you, judge. You said more funnier earlier. <laughs> I said what? You said more funnier. More funnier. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna let that go. It's, <laughs> it's more funnier. It's the funnier Um <laughs> So yeah, that that's that's my Stranger Things talk. Go see it. I mean, okay. absolutely watch the shit out of them. They're great. They're 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 fine. They're it's good. It's good sci-fi stuff with good fucking actors. Holy shit! And Winona Ryder is just awesome as always. Also, I would um recommend. For people, not not animals, not animals. Technically, we are animals. No, I have nothing. I don't know. <laughs> nothing. Oh, I'm on the so, edge of my um, seat. The last thing I got for Stranger Things, dude. Uh, the basically, so every season when I've watched them, I've always like seen like callbacks to other like '80s style movies and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and the third season, really, the only like callback that I noticed was the Terminator thing. Terminator and then never ending story for the song. Yeah, this and, but that's like Yeah, I guess cuz it's I, But that how long when So the never ending story movie happened It had to have been like cuz this 80, was 85. It was 84, I think actually. But um, the year in the third season was 85. Was it? Yeah. Oh. And then yeah. never ending story I'll let you click and clack away. Um, oh, but they also bring up Phoebe Cates and Fast Times at Ridgemont High like nine times. Yeah. Never Ending Story was 84. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. That's uh, it for me on Stranger Things. I always recommend people go watch it just for the hell of it. Um, the storylines are pretty dope and everything. Can I also tell you uh, my, uh, Mike Wheeler's mom when they do the scene at the pool where they're all wearing their swimsuits and waiting for Billy to come out? Mm-hmm be all hot and stuff she looks like wilma flintstone because she's got the big <laughs> fucking purple things on her hair's up it's kind of hot i'm not gonna lie it yeah turned me on extensively so apparently i may have a a bedrock fetish <laughs> i'd like i'd like to make wilma's bedrock if you know what i mean bow all right bow, wow. all right uh, and, and that's that how we're gonna said, end that <laughs> with that said john um yeah so i have a new segment that we're gonna do in the show here real quick Ooh, should I take my pants off? And uh, this should be fun. Uh, the segment is inspired by a word that I said one day. Oh, and no. John said that we should use that for something. So 
The segment is called Slashery. Ooh. Where I will be talking for about five minutes or so, maybe not the whole time, and John can join in if he has anything to say about, um, well, horror genre, I guess. Ooh, well, let me pee and we'll horror get news. I like it. I like it. All right, so we're gonna get into this slashery segment, and again, five minutes of horror, guys. John, join on in whenever you want. Five minutes of slashery. <laughs> All right, guys. Again, this is five minutes of slashery with Mike. Was Cruz. that your voice? That is totally my voice, right was there. Was that dude. you? That was totally me. Um, so John, I wanted to talk to you about this. I was texting you the other day when I was watching this. I watched freaking Iron oh. Fist and Deacon Frost from Blade. Oh, track down Leatherface. Man, you really did not set that up correctly. I'm like, why the fuck are we talking about Iron Fist? Got it. Got it. Um, Actors. In Leatherface, the 2017 Leatherface movie. And uh, so, yeah, uh, this movie is a prequel to the original Leatherface or Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies from back in the day. Back in the 70s? Yeah, back in the way day. Um, Way day. (laughs) <laughs> and Leatherface is one of those ones that I have seen go through so many changes. They had like the reboot with yep. uh, uh um I don't even remember her f- name back Jessica like Jessica Alba. In, not Jessica Alba. It Jessica Beale. Jessica Jessica Beale. Beale. Yeah, That's Jessica what I Beale. said the first time. <laughs> Jessica um, Alba they did was the, the, hot the reboot with chick. Jessica Beale as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then they were like, "Oh, well she we should She was do... actually the massacre? No. Oh. She was. I think she was like the one chick that survived. Maybe <laughs> I don't remember. So um, false advertisements. What do you just? And do? then they did. They did. Um, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, the 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 prequel to that version. It's called like the it. beginning or something. Yeah, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning, and that was back in 2006 when they came out with that one. Wow. So then. Recently, they did another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, which was like a direct sequel from the original franchise. Okay. Um, which showed like one of the girls who was related to them, like through blood somehow, mm. got the house, stayed in the house. Turns out, uh, Leatherface is still in the basement, and uh, in that one, it's pretty cool. Um. Okay. She does not die. Spoilers for that one. I don't remember the name of it, but I'll figure it out later. So then they did that one. I guess it flopped. Maybe I'm not sure. But then they decided, oh, we're going to do a fucking prequel to the original franchise again. Um, And and then that that's Leatherface. It's just called Leatherface. It was made in 2017. It has star Steven Dorff as uh, this really dickhead of a sheriff in the town. Um, okay. they end up at the beginning of the movie spoilers for this movie. It's a horror movie. No one really gives a shit. Um, <laughs> the, they show Leatherface as a kid or Jed as a kid. Um, and his brothers and they're all trying to like his, his parents are, his mom is like trying to get him used to killing people. Yeah. Um, and so he doesn't do it. Like his brother forces him to like push the chainsaw into some kid's leg or some guy's leg. 
and he doesn't do it. He walks away, and then the grandpa comes up and smashes the dude with a hammer, whatever. Damn. Okay. Um, so after that, we go and flash forward. I think it's like uh, five months later or some shit because Jed's still a young kid. They end up luring this girl into a barn, and she falls down into the thing. His brothers drop a fucking giant engine on her and just crush her horror style. Just like fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> um, <laughs> turns out that da- that girl is the daughter of Stephen Dorff's character, the sheriff in the town. So he ta- oh, holds shit. this fucking grudge against him. He can't arrest the guy because he has no fucking proof of it, even though they're right there. He's like, you have no proof. So he basically takes away all the her kids, including oh. Jed, puts them all into mental hospitals throughout the state of Texas. They start some big thing like that. So then, like, part of the movie takes place in the mental hospital. They got to break out, blah, 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 blah. Then there's this other character who they have you feel is Jed because they move just like the Leatherface would back in the day. Gotcha. Um, Eventually, they get shot in the head, so they're not fucking it. What's a twist? uh, Turns out the pretty boy becomes Leatherface, which, yeah, so. Well, you know, Ted Bundy and all that, sure. Um. And then you had uh, uh, Finn Jones, who played Iron Fist in Netflix. Okay. He was a deputy for uh, the sh- on the show on the movie, and then he um, basically was working with the family. And uh, uh, but last time he goes to the family to tell them, "Hey, dude's got your son locked up in the thing here. You might want to go over there before he kills him." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Don't you owe me a little something, something, money?" She throws the money at him. His other son comes over, stabs him. They throw him in with the pigs, and she goes, fucking pigs. Get it? <laughs> nice. Subtle, you know? So, yeah. Subtlety. All right, so I believe that, that is five that minutes. That's terrible. That That's five good. minutes. There we go. Um, no, I, I just wanted to talk about that because that's the end of five minutes of Slashery. But. Oh, you got to play the thing again. I'll add it in later. <laughs> Damn it. All right. <laughs> um, but uh, so I was talking to you through text and you yes. told me I should probably bring this up because you wanted to talk about it. I'm guessing. I'm not sure. So with that said of horror news, I told you the other day mm-hmm. that all of the like comic book people, <clears throat> excuse me, who are going at batshit crazy over their uh retconning of the mcu type shit like with captain marvel and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i was like maybe this is kind of like you know a payback or y'all can fucking deal with it because horror fans have been dealing with it for decades yeah and again i just said it right there with leatherface (laughs) right Um, but they've also done it with freddy and see, and this is and this is interesting because we were doing the conversation, and it was because mm-hmm. I like having the conversation because you are very, very versed in horror films and like, like slasher, right. sci-fi, all that kind of stuff. I'm a gigantic pussy, <laughs> and I don't watch a lot of this stuff. It really actually does tend to scare me, or like I really don't like gore. Right. Um, my girlfriend's all fucking about it though, so so we do tend to watch a lot more of those than I prefer um like we've seen some of the texas chainsaw stuff i i've just watched the new it obviously mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch most likely watch the next one 
Um, you got to. You got to. You got to make sure yeah. the clown stays fucking dead. Right? Otherwise, I'll never sleep. I, I never um, understood the point of people watching a horror movie partially way through but oh, before yeah. the end and then not finishing. It's like, you don't know, dude. They could be under your fucking bed right now. Fuck you. What no, are you what doing? If, but what if they do the bullshit <laughs> thing at the end where you're like, they think they defeated him and then they jump out of the closet again and you're like, no, he's still there. Fuck. Then you just don't sleep that night. <laughs> Because I remember when I was a kid and I saw fucking Deep Blue Sea and I never wanted to go swimming again. I'm like, oh, no, they're smart now, too. Yeah. Um, I, uh, okay, so I guess I'll have you set me up since you're kind of the one who brought it up. Okay. With the retconning stuff. And I just want to have the conversation of I'm curious if it is as detrimental as because because really the 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 um, and then it, the example we're going to use is going to be essentially the MCU. Let's right. be fair. And really, a lot of that retconning shit didn't really happen until there was an accident with Spider-Man Homecoming, which I wouldn't necessarily call a retcon. I just call it. a. But they did uh, retcon when they went back in time and did Captain Marvel movie. And, yes. and um, they retconned a little bit in. I want to say Iron Man three. I saw some stuff a little bit in there. And um Far From Home does a little bit. It, there's some of those things where I'm like, I don't know if it necessarily retcons, but it does recontextualize things. Right. And, there, and, and if people want to know what my difference is, is retconning is um, it's, it's retroactive continuity, which it's you go back and you change the rules or you establish something that wasn't established before that could potentially change how everything would have worked back then. For the sake of just making something new, which Captain Marvel movie is absolutely 100% guilty of doing. Right. Um, so, like I said, with the Far From Home stuff in Spider-Man, when they do the thing with Civil War, um, I don't know if that's necessarily a retcon as much as a recontextualizing because it's like it doesn't really change the story or anything like that per mm. se. But when I watch that scene now, I'm going to go, well, Tony's still a dickhead. <laughs> even then which at that point we were getting away from that like he right. was more self-destruct he wasn't being an asshole to other people he was more self-destructive like he was he was so like focal on trying to protect the world that he was going to do it by any means necessary mm. not necessarily he was fucking other people over so that's kind of what i meant okay um so i think i think you'll be able to really Cause I don't know a lot of stuff like, cause I always just thought like the Jason Voorhees and um, Freddy Krueger and all that shit. Like I always thought most of their origins were pretty untouched. Even in like the remakes, I thought they right. pretty much held kind of true, but and, like, guess and it I, sounds like they didn't. I want to make a uh, note too, that when I'm saying retconning from like Marvel and horror and stuff like that, like yeah. I'm talking about just the movies. I don't give a shit about the comics. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, or anything. Cause even like Freddy's had fucking comics, you know? Exactly. So it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm just talking straight the movies. Cause that's what your main general audience is seeing. Anyways, is just the movie continuity and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and I think it's, and I think it's more fair too, because it's that way. Everyone can have a context. Like all the viewers, it's like, right. Yeah. You don't got to worry about issue this or series that or whatever. It's like, we're just talking about the movies. Right. That's it. So, um, with that said, In let's see which one should I start with. So the most ones, the the, the most like retconning that has been done with these these horror films, anyways, 
Uh, Leatherface, again, I just went through all that shit in the five minutes of slashery. Yeah. But um, I would also say Pinhead, Hellraiser. <clears throat> oh, okay. Hellraiser has gone through a bunch of shit. Like, as you're watching, like, I haven't seen the new one yet because they just dropped a new one, like, this year, I believe. Wow, really? Yeah, it's like a straight to, like, Netflix or Amazon or one of those movies. Um. I think it was this year or like at the very end of 2018. And then, uh, so I would say he would be second after Leatherface because Leatherface has had a lot of shit go on with him. <laughs> um, uh, so Pinhead is Hellraiser, right? Yes, Pinhead's Hellraiser. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Just making sure. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to make sure. I actually did know that, but I'm loading it for the layman's. <laughs> And then um, after that one, now we all know Jason X. That's not really a retcon. That's just an add-on. That's when they're in space, right? Right, because they don't go back and change like his basic storyline or nothing. They actually keep up with his storyline in that one. However, there are some Jason movies that kind of get you all out of whack. Yeah. So... And yeah. there might be some spoilers in here for some Friday the 13th movies. Like, the first one we all know, at least general people know, it was his mom. He didn't kill anybody. He wasn't even in the first fucking movie. And this was Jason. Yeah. And this is Jason. He didn't show up till like, the second one where he wore a potato sack and killed people on his head. Yeah. He didn't get the hockey mask till I think, movie three. It I might have it been like at the beginning of four. I'm not I think sure. It was three. I'm pretty sure it was three. I, yeah, I believe it's three. The only thing I really remember, I believe it was in the second movie, like a guy's being murdered in the basement by him, and the guy is literally screaming, "He's killing me!" <laughs> ah! And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fucking hysterical! It's so bad." Uh, He's killing me. Okay, it's almost sorry. as bad as Trolls Two. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, like the it? Wait, what? Trolls like Two? Timber- like, like no. Justin Timberlake? Trolls? No. No, 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 no. Not the cartoon. Like the oh. worst movie ever, Trolls 2. I'm so confused. They're what? eating people. Oh my god. I don't even know Trolls 1. I nope, I have no idea. <laughs> Trolls 2 is worse than 1. I remember because it has nothing to do with the first one. I remember Troll Hunter. Did you ever see that? That like, I have fucking, not seen that yet. No. You'll fucking love that. It's a foreign one. It's fucking amazing. I'll send you the. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the thing so you remember. But, anyway, um, I, tangent. But no, like later down the road, they they go from like you know Jason being just this like killer, like uh, and then we find out oh Jason can't be killed. Then Jason can be killed. Yeah. Then Jason like can jump from body to body to body. Then what? Jason is this weird, slimy, like little slug demon thing. That, that was the Jason goes to hell. I remember that was that Jason one. goes to hell. Yeah, I remember that one. And and all these other things. And then oof, Jason goes to hell at the very end. The the final Friday one, right? Jason goes to hell. Final Friday. At the very end, you see Freddy's ma- hand come up and grab his, Jason's mask, which pisses me off because Freddy's in the dream world. He can't do that. The fuck, guys? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, dude, I get, like, oh, God. That's brutal. Like, yeah, and it's, like, it's annoying because it's just, like, I don't know, when you, again, when you don't, that was something about Stranger Things I didn't bring up that I was going to be bitched about, but I'll bitch about mm-hmm. it in the middle of this to make my Yeah, point. yeah. 
I don't like when you have a supernatural element and you build rules around that element and then you break those fucking rules. Mm -hmm. It's just like, because then I don't know how to feel at any point anymore. Right. Like, um, like the first, the first season of Stranger Things, the Demigorgon, it felt like you couldn't shoot it. Like, like bullets just did what they weren't enough. Right. And even, and even in season two when all the demodogs are running around, all these military people have fucking military weapons, but the dogs are still killing them. So it's like the bullets aren't doing anything, Mm -hmm. but we keep putting all this emphasis on people leaving behind guns or doing this or doing that. And then at the end, when Eleven's closing the fucking door, Hopper's just shooting the Demogorgon dogs to keep them away. Right. And they're like exploding with the shotgun shells and stuff. And I'm like, well, if the guns would work, why didn't we just call in more guns? <laughs> what the hell did we need L for? This is fucking stupid. Yeah. But, yeah. that's So, I, I totally get it. Yeah, fucking Freddy can do shit outside of the dream world without telling us why he can do that. It fucking destroys his, like, fundamental, like... Oh, no. Oh, fuck that. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, Nightmare on Elm Street... The first one's fucking fantastic. I still love that one. The, um, it's super campy. I mean, it's old fucking movie campy because it's kind of hard. Well, not the movie, first. The first one's good. not as campy as everybody feels they remember it. Like, yeah. the first one's more of a darker tone, serious horror flick. Well, I'd argue it only feels campy because it's 80s. Right. Produced, you know, or 70s um, or 60s or whatever. But then you have, you have uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Where one, you'd never fucking see Freddy till the end of the movie, and it, like it they they create this like th- story around like Freddy is taking over this guy's body, then he comes out of the guy's body and now he's in the real world. Um, I don't remember how that one ends. I, I'm guessing they send him back away into the other world, although nobody else knew about him except for the one that he was in. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Then after that one is when they really went camp, you know. Mm-hmm. You had Dream Warriors and all their shit. That's and, the one I always remember. Yeah. That's the one because that one had the weirdest imagery and like they really used that dream, that dream yep. aspect, like in a cartoony way. Which yeah. I I don't know. They you had Dream Warriors and then Dream Child and all these other ones that came in, um, and then that's when they started to try and do more backstory on Freddy. Mm-hmm. And like backtrack and, and and originally in in the original series, Freddy was a child killer, and then he got burned to live. Okay. In the remake that they did, like in two thousand and seven or eight or whenever they were doing the Jason and Freddy remakes, yeah. Um, they made him a child molester. Oh, he diddled. Oh no. And. To me, they didn't. They didn't allude to diddling in the original. No the original runs. Really? No. Okay. No. And if they did, they did not do it as much as they did in that one. I guess because like they were like showing pictures, like oh, he had no. pictures with them and shit, oh, I don't and like that. all these other things. I'm like, and then they used it as a story plot. He was like, Nancy, you remember our special time, Nancy? It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. And like, if you take what they did to Freddy in that movie and attribute it to like all the rest of the movies. Yeah. It's like, I can't laugh at the shit he does, especially like yeah. the sex jokes and stuff Yeah, because it's like, okay, 
you're that's nasty like i can deal with a child killer i guess guy i know so out of context right like you right? saying this i can't wait to i can't wait to isolate your audio uh no i totally get it like it does again it recontextualizes yeah I, you know it's but like, that's like a remake a reimagining that version of that character um yeah. which i can say they probably have fucked uh, Chucky up too with doing the same but see, stuff, but I haven't seen where, that one yet. This is where I'd have to defend your hatred for it. Is they use the same fucking actor? Like it's no, they the didn't. same for the for the reboot. I thought it was um, no. Nope. What's the the, again? the the actor that they use for the reboot is the guy who played Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. Okay, well then I'm okay that they made the switch. Then it sounds kind of dumb because it's like, well, because then as long as it's not the same actor, it's like, oh, okay, but. Let's, but, you know, um, you're not defaming him. It's like, you know, in The Last Jedi, right. when you fuck over Luke Skywalker, it's like, well, you're actually fucking over Mark Hamill, too, which is kind of annoying. Could yeah. you imagine trying to be that that actor coming back to reprise your role? And they're like, hey, by the way, you diddle kids now. And it's like, yeah. wait, what? Wait, yeah. what? No, no. no. They probably <laughs> told him that, and he was like, no. <laughs> um, because, uh, 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 oh, shit. I'm, I'm forgetting... Um, it was Wes Craven did the originals. Yes. And then you had, um, oh, what is his name? I should not forget his name. Robert England uh, oh, was Freddy, yeah. Freddy for every other one except for the one where they molested kids. Good. Good call. Good <laughs> so call. that was probably good on him. Um, which that I still don't consider that a retcon. I just consider that bullshit remake. I would just same say thing, it's just shitty to the character. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with like how they're doing the child's play one. Like, mm. eh, I, I still haven't seen it, so I can't be an asshole to it yet. But I can be an asshole. <laughs> I think you can be an asshole. I um, keep telling people. I, I keep telling people. It's like that's the annoying part. It's like you haven't even seen it. How do you know? I'm like they changed enough that I know it's not any good. Right. It's, it's like, not I'm what not I want to see. It. And you it's know? like it's like oh well. I mean, if the movie's okay, it's like, okay, fine. I hope you enjoy it because yeah. I'm not going to go see it. It's like, yeah. well, you got to go see it. No, I don't want to give it money because <laughs> I don't want to see this happen to my characters anymore. Yeah. You know? No. So um, dumb. So, anyways, with the original run of Freddy, like, then they started getting into the more camp and the backstory. And then they finally show you who uh, his mother is, Amanda Kruger. Turns out she's a nun. And then eventually she gets raped by a thousand maniacs. And that's like the seed of, of him. Um, and one of the actors who is playing one of the maniacs is actually Robert England out of his Freddy makeup. So they oh, threw wow. that in there as like kind of like a, a, an old school Easter egg kind of thing. And then like the next um, one after that, they dive more into she was raped by a thousand maniacs plus this, this and this. And it just really got to the point where you're like, so Freddy's the seed of a thousand. Is this twins? Like, except the bad version of twins. Like, you know, how Arnold is created from the best sperm out there. He's just created from the worst sperm out there. But it's like, he was a normal person before. Well, he got killed and everything. Yeah. He was a child killer. But before that, what was he? Like he didn't get raised by his mom clearly because I I feel I think she got killed, yeah. After she gave birth or something, I think she died during birth. I think that's one of the other things they came up with, or like he his his him coming out killed her or some bullshit. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Um, but yeah, and then he, of course, he had the the stepfather that they dove into and all that bull crap. And then they always tried to like make you have like this feel for him, like it's not his fault. Oh yeah, don't do that. I'm like, it's no fun. That's why? Not what I'm why are to you do. making it like that? You know. Um, and then like after all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies ended, they ended up coming out with one more, which was the new Nightmare. Yeah, which I did that. like the meta thing where like it's like we know Wes Freddy's Craven a movie. Yeah. yeah, like Freddy's a movie character, but yet somehow like Wes Craven's dreaming him out of the dream world, so he's like coming, becoming him to reality. I kind of it was, it was like a that. cool one. It reminded me of a Last Action Hero. Yeah, and I and I was like, I was all about it. Yeah, it was. I didn't sleep for a while after I saw <laughs> that. I wish I hadn't done that. But it was. I thought that one was well done. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. And good. it was the and first time too. too that they changed up his makeup look because they're like, well, the rest of it was a movie. This is reality. Yeah. And then they're like, the glove here is this glove here, and like it was pretty sweet how I they think, did think, it. See, and that's they cool. they turned it back into a darker tone then too yeah. with that one compared to the rest of them. So I was mm-hmm. cool with that because they didn't really go and retcon anything with that. They were just doing some meta shit with it. Yeah. You know, of course, Wes Craven did Scream. Of course, he's going to do meta horror crap yeah. all the time. Um, but it was like all the add-ons to Freddy as they were going through. And then um, the only one that I really don't feel that way for, like with retconning, would be Chucky. Like, yeah. it's he's always been the continuation throughout every movie. And the cool thing is, again, Brad Dourif's always played him. Yeah. Until this new thing, but they're staying separate, and they're still doing a show with mm-hmm. Brad Dourif as Chucky. They're going to use the same shit before, so it should be interesting to see what they do with that. It's where I give it kind of a break, just because it's like they—I mean, they—they they kind of cut everything off from it. There's no mysticism. They're not the doll's not even called the same fucking thing with the remake. Yeah. 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 They it's don't like call it the good guy doll. It's just like what little uh, buddy or something. Little buddy. They. I guess they probably buddy. couldn't use guy. It's too. Uh. Too the gender. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't well, gender neutral making, enough. Well, if they're making the TV show, I'd imagine they don't have the rights to a lot of this stuff. Kind of like the idea of like Spider Man can still be made, but you can't make it with like Uncle Ben and an well, old May because they have IP. I, I think what it is is the guy who, like, does the Chucky stuff. Like, he hasn't called it Child's Play since Child's Play 3 when they were at the oh, military man. base. Yeah. God. That, I that can't was ever a good decide one. if I like that one. I enjoy it. Like, that's one that of was the, the more first one ones. I actually saw as a wow, kid. Wow, really? That was the, the first one? one I saw. And then I went back and watched 1 and 2. And then, like, in 90 something, uh, The Bride of Chucky came out <laughs> and shit. And then that's when it got even funnier. Like that's yeah. when they really they were like, you know what? People love this shit. Why we're not just throw the camp? Throw the we're camp like, out. Fuck it. Chucky's smoking weed now. <laughs> there you that go. Was, that was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. And then um and and when they did the Bride of Chucky, that's when they kind of retconned something, which was where in the original ones, the reason he kept going after Andy. Is he needed a vessel. Was because he needed the vessel, but it was also supposed to be, like, that first thing, the first kid that he got. Oh. That's why in the third one, he didn't need Andy anymore. He had um the, the one boy, the little black boy. I don't remember his name because he wasn't, like, a huge thing in the movies. 
Um, yeah. But, like, that's why he was trying to take his soul out of his and go into his body. But then, like, when Bride the Chucky came around, maybe they mentioned it where uh, the girl, like, found a new way to do it or something. They might have. To where he can just go into anybody. Because, yeah. I, mean, I, there, oh, I, I fucking love the intro to that movie. Like, because they go through. The military like, one? No, the, the Bride of Chucky Bride one. Bride of Chucky? Yeah. Like, it's so awesome. Just the intro of it. And then just seeing that little, like, skinny goth kid get, like, cut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know guys just like that. I, I can imagine yeah. that shit. Those like are, the Manson are... wannabes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. No, those are some campy ones I like. Yeah. I, I like weird. I like. See, when I do horror, I like crazy, crazy supernatural stuff like that because I can get mm. away from it. Like Child's Play, I do enjoy. Like, still one of my favorite ones is, um, oh my God, Darkness Falls. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the tooth fairy, yep. quote unquote. A lot of people think it's really. I'm like, ask some of the creepiest imagery and it plays on your <laughs> fear of the dark. If it plays on your fear of the dark, yeah. man, it's like. What a what a fucking the, easy thing to fuck with. There was one series that was like really popular that I never got into was Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. Like I never even watched the first one, and then someone like had the second one, so I like watched part of it. I was like, this is fucking retarded, guys. It's like, pretty. It's how pretty is this dumb. so big? How is this so like for when it came out? Anyways, yeah. like you don't dumb. hear shit about it now. I'm like, Mm-mm. that didn't last the test of time. They made, like, a third one, and it was just like, okay, yeah. nobody cares. Good job. And, and the other one's, like, because I, I only focus really on, like, slashers or, like, monster creature features. Like, yeah. I don't get into paranormal activity and all that. Because I'm like, that shit could happen. I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That, fir- um, that first paranormal activity fucked me up pretty good. I was like, oh. Yeah. I, I saw the one that um, Marlon Wayans did making fun of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was about hard it. to watch. That was hard to watch. <laughs> it was, was so bad. I like, par- like, you know, don't get me wrong. I like those old scary movies, like the ones with Anna Faris and shit. But the man. first two were the best. The scary, yeah, absolutely. He's talking about scary movie, the parody guys. Yeah, with, like, Anna Faris and, like, Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans. And, and you had – um. Even what's uh, your face? Thought? Shannon Elizabeth was in there. Hyde's brother. Oh, what's his real name? Uh, uh, Luke Wilson. No. No, Hyde's the guy brother. who played Hyde in that '70s show. His real life brother. Oh. Uh, or Malcolm in the Middle. I should say Malcolm in the Middle's older brother. How about that? Frankie Muniz. No, his older brother, the oldest brother that was at military school, and Malcolm in the Middle. He was in the first two. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name. Didn't he? Wasn't he the guy who played John Connor in the third Terminator movie? No, no. Um, wasn't he? Come on, how can I we think not mixing, remember this, bro? I think you're mixing people up right now, or maybe I am. Christopher so, Masterson. Christopher Masterson. That's his okay. name. So Danny, Danny Masterson's brother. Christopher okay. Masterson is the the actor. He played the guy in Scary Movie Two that. Um, like jizz like all over remember when she was like trying to warm him up gotcha. yeah no i was like you were confusing the shit out of me because i was like i was like hype <laughs> doesn't have an older brother in that 70s show i was like i was like he's got a black like stepsister god you confused the wait hell didn't hyde have a brother in there oh no he no. just had the stepsister who was um oh that was kelso's kelso, brother kelso had a brother but yeah i don't think you ever met him you just heard yeah, you did 
because freaking older brother. Yeah, she dated. Uh, oh, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson was yeah. Kelso's brother. And then oh, I was thinking he had um, like a bunch of brothers. You only met Luke though. Yeah, and Donna. Donna had a younger sister for like the first season, and then you never saw. Yeah, her. <laughs> that's okay. I was confused as fuck. Okay. God but yeah, damn. um, no, those first two scary movies were pretty dope. I liked them, and then when the Waynes left, that's when they kind of like got all the off kilter. And they started uh, like going into a lot of the stupid shit, and then that's when like superhero movie came out, and um, what was the other one? Uh, oh, there were so many of them that just started coming out. Not another team movie, but that was a decent one. I liked that one. I enjoyed that one. That one was put together well. It's, it's hard to put together a decent spoof movie like that. I mean, there's really not any good ones nowadays that i can think of there are like like blow my mind good um but yeah i would i would love to see them do uh some some really good ones like uh with marvel and shit like that Mm -hmm. because there's so much you could work with let's do a time travel movie (laughs) Uh, yeah love me some fucking time travel Son of a bitch. But no, um, along with all the rest of the retcon bullshit stuff, like uh, fucking, uh, Children of the Corn did it. Yeah. Um, Puppet Masters, <laughs> or Puppet Master, sorry. Um, uh, there's a funny one. I haven't watched it yet, but it's like Puppet Masters in the Third Reich or some bullshit. What? <laughs> it's. Let me find. And the Third Reich? That can't be a thing. Yeah, oh, it's uh, Puppet Master Axis Rising. There you go. Oh, my God. And then, holy shit, there's a lot of them. So that was number 10 of Puppet Master. I think they came out with another one after I got, like, all of these. Because I have all the Children of the Corn, and then they put out another children of the corn recently and that's why i did not start collecting fucking pinhead because well hellraiser because they just keep putting them out more and more but alas retconning shut your fucking mouths because i've been dealing with it forever (laughs) i think i guess that's probably why i can get past it a lot more with like the comic book stuff because i'm like okay i'm used to them changing shit all the time yeah um and, like, I've seen it not just in horror movies either, but that's where I've seen it done a lot. Mm-hmm. Because you got to think when they do horror movies, they're making one movie, not yeah. planning a whole fucking franchise. So then they're like, See, we got to yeah. come up with something. Um, See, this is, yeah. That's so that's I how mean. I can't defend Marvel because it's like, y'all been playing this shit. Like, you openly say you're planning yeah. the next five years and it's the whole every point, other year. You know, it's the whole point. That's what they prided themselves on. Right. Doing all that. And again, it was just one of those things where it's like Endgame literally comes out in a year. Your finish line has been set. Why cram a new movie right in the middle of it? Yeah. Why? It's so dumb. And it was just like, and if you were going to do it, don't do a prequel. Like, you were so close. You were so close to being done. Yeah. But, you know. It's one of those ones, too. It's like you you pushed her so hard to get her movie out so fast because they shot her movie after Endgame. Yeah. And it's like, 
you you did it so fast because you wanted to psych everyone out thinking she was going to be a big thing in Endgame to get like those extra tickets in. Like you guys didn't need to do that. Honestly, it, it kind of like made for poor storytelling in this in the yeah. Endgame because it's like now you can't you know you, you could have done something really cool like Hulk yeah. can come back out and fucking tear great. down the ship or something you know. Anyway, we're not talking about Endgame. Fuck that shit. Um. <sighs> Just but no, back in. I, I see it a lot, though. Um, I, I don't really, you know, there's not many genres that do it a lot, except for the comic book and horror genres all, all the time. There's sci-fi, I guess. Um, I'm not sure if they did a lot of retconning with The Hobbit. I mean, granted, they're telling just the prequel story. Yeah. Um, um, a lot of it was like they brought in characters that probably didn't need to be there, like bringing back Legolas and shit like that. Like. Right, just to be like, hey, look who we got. They're here. Or like, you know, have Remember these people you shit. loved 10 years ago? <laughs> you remember in those movies that were actually good? Um, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons I've stayed away from Lord of the Rings so long is because, yeah. well, the one, Hobbit I just so never dick. was interested. <laughs> um, my parents have every iteration of them. Like when they first came out on DVD, I think my dad has like one or two on VHS. Oh, wow. Um, Do they even... Yeah, they might have. Yeah, because the first one came out in 01. Yeah. I think he has like one, maybe one of them on VHS. I'm not sure. Whichever one was out. But he has like every iteration DVD, um, like the box sets that came out, everything. Like they were yeah. obsessed with this shit. Oh, I am. Oh, and yeah. and I just like, I was like, I don't care. Like, so they watched this stuff and I would just walk past the TV and all that yeah. crap. Or if I came over to visit and they were watching this just like whatever i've walked to the backyard and go out to the bonfire or do whatever <laughs> i didn't really care you know yeah yeah i'm like you guys are always watching it this is like star wars all over again from when i was a kid <laughs> they were always watching fucking star wars and i think that's the only reason like i'm more of a trekkie too is mm. because it's like you guys were i've already seen all the imagery i don't care <laughs> yeah but um yeah i just i couldn't i couldn't uh get into it when i was younger and then when I went up to Ohio for a few uh, weeks, about it's probably five, six years ago now, um, when the first Hobbit movie came out, mm. um, we went and I went with one of my buddies to go see uh, This Is Forty in oh, one yeah. theater, and then he was like, "Hey, since you're in town, because he's he's like my movie guy in town there." He's like, since you're in town, we should go see this together. I was like, dude, I've never even seen Lord of the Rings. He's like, it's all right. It's a prequel anyways. I'm like, fine, whatever. So we sat in the theater for three hours watching This Is 40 because it's the fucking longest comedy ever. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? That was so weird. <laughs> Judd Apatow was like, you know what? You fuckers are going to watch this. We got Rogue, or we don't have Seth Rogen, but we got Paul Rudd. We got my yep. wife and my kids. Oh, God, see Leslie them Man. now. Dude, Leslie Mann is so fucking hot. It's insane. She always has been. Um, Oof. Oof. dude, I love the backstory on like how he met her when they were casting for the cable guy. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to marry that, that girl one day. And he fucking did. I'm you got to love that. Anyway. Um, shit. Off to oh, yeah. So we went and saw this is 40. Then we drove all the way across town, which is like 40 minutes oh, to shit. go to another theater where he was like, well, they got got the Hobbit here. So we watched the Hobbit there. Mm -hmm. And that was another like three fucking hours. So I was in the theater for six hours that night. Ew. Not to mention the driving. 
Oh, and dude, Nikki the... was with us. Can you? You could imagine. God, she didn't. Guys, she didn't go see hours? The Hobbit though. She didn't. She say. she went off with some friends then. Well, and you got fucked because that movie is trash, dude. It's that movie so was horrible. Um, so bad. And I like the actor who plays uh, Bilbo Baggins though. I like yeah, Martin him. Freeman. He's awesome. Yeah. So I, it was hard to be like, this is just bad. I was like, is this what Lord of the Rings is like? So then I stayed away from it all this other time. Yep. So, which to be fair, if you start with the Hobbit, it's totally justified. I, cause, uh, cause I remember I watched it with Hannah cause I didn't want to see it. I'm like, oh, it's a prequel and you can tell, and you heard about all the behind the scenes stuff yeah. and like the things that were happening with new, new Zealand and the strike and Peter Jackson wanted nothing to do with it. And then he was like, fine, I'll do the two movies. I'll live. And they go, no, we're breaking it into three. They're like, you're going to break one book into three movies. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? And, uh, so he didn't want to do it and they were doing it. And it was just like, there was this scene when they're all in the barrels going mm. down the water, doing, going down the rapids and like Legolas is jumping around like an ass hat. Yeah. And they cut to GoPro footage like three times. Yeah. I go, Oh, I'm fucking out of this. Like I told Hannah, I go, I'm done. I'm I so remember done. that scene. And that's like one of the one things I actually do remember from that movie. And I remember it, and I was like, "Are they trying to like picture roller coaster ride, or it what's so what's going dumb. on?" I'm like, "Did this happen in the book? Because the book wasn't even this long. I could read the book in less time than I could watch those movies." Yeah, actually, you probably could. It's a it's a long book, but it's like it's easy reading. Yeah, and and um and then and then the the troll, the CGI troll that looks like complete garbage. They give him a hook hand, and I go, "Oh yeah, I'm I turned it off." I told him I'm done. I like pretty much walked out of the room because he like re he like jumps from behind a cliff and he looks like shit and he's got a hook hand now and I go Hannah I'm done. Yeah. I can't watch this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm fucking done. And I never watched the other two, and which sucks because I really wanted to see Benedict Cumberbatch's smog or smog or whatever. Smog. They I was like he, that, that was the dragon, cool. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, I would have totally loved to have seen that, but they didn't nah, show I'm him good. in the first one. No, he I, didn't show I up the second one. Oh, I must have seen like scenes from the second one. Like, if they on the show internet. him in the first, I mean, again, I didn't finish. I think it, they, so they showed did show him in the first like, one, but like just his face. Or but like, I, I don't was think say he it must have been like a silhouette or something. He must have. Like, I don't remember. It. I heard him talking. I know that. I could see that. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I don't... didn't finish. I think I maybe got halfway through, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. But like, oh my god, the original trilogy is so much better. It's so well, good. Well, well, maybe I'll watch the original trilogy for you. That would be nice. And then you can blow me. I as I will. as I as I just rip the movie apart or praise it. I'm curious of what you thought. And, and I last very long, so. <laughs> now the first one's so good. Like it's just it's so structurally sound. It's like the props well, are good, the acting's good, the music. How about good. this, dude? I'll go watch them, or mm -hmm. one of them at least. At least one. And then we can talk about it on the next podcast. I would love to do that. No, my, my whole thing was is like, it's one of those deals where I'm like, just watch the first one. I'll go, because either, either you'll like it or you hate it, but it's usually so good that I'm like, ah, the trilogy's so solid, just watch it. You know? But, but the memes, the memes are so funny, John. God fucking memes. <laughs> so many, so many memes. My life is just one big fucking meme. But uh so what else do we got? I finished these I I finished Stranger Things. You finished Stranger Things? I did our first slash re segment. 
So that should That's be interesting fun. to see. Ho- hopefully, we'll polish that a little more down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. Kind of figure out what we actually want to do with it. But so yeah. the, the only reason I talked about the uh, the Leatherface movies because it's fresh in my head. What yeah. we're going to try and do with some of this uh, more is go through like some news things because there's a lot of cool shit that's going to be coming out yeah. um, with the horror genre. Well, even like between like old Stephen King's it to the, the yeah yeah just random like topic. I'm trying to... to keep it as like a five minute segment. But then if we want to continue talking, like if you have anything to add to what I say, then feel free to. Um, and then, you know, you guys can fucking deal with more than five minutes. Oh <sighs> kind of like today's thing. It just segued more into the other shit. Oh, I, I just got distracted. I'm sorry. Ooh, John. Um, Ooh, John. My buddy, uh, my buddy, Isaac, uh, he's like my. He was like my 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 movie dude back in the day. Like him and I would just sit for hours and hours and hours and talk movies. And he's one of the guys who got me into like theater. And we shot our first movie together and stuff. Yeah. Um, he finally he finally fell into um the the Snapchat trap of uh the old person filter now. Oh last one yeah. Was the gender bend, and now we're doing the old one. Yeah. Which let me let me find out. I can't wait for that for that um demographic to be like we're not being represented so then we're gonna make ariel 90 years old next year um (laughs) uh but he just sent me the picture and it's fucking hysterical he absolutely does look like uh harrison ford yeah (laughs) he looks like harrison ford now it's fucking insane uh kind of freaked me out sorry he just said it to me and i'm like oh my god (laughs) that's creepy shit one of the guys that uh uh follows the operation babble facebook page um, posted one today, and he looks straight up like Santa Claus. Oh my god! <laughs> like like Tim Allen's version of Santa Claus. Like he's got his glasses on too. I'm like, fuck. How the, how did that happen? Oh, do you got a package for me? <laughs> uh, let's see what else. What else do you got? Uh, oh oh, I did I did another sci-fi thing yesterday. I don't know Uh-oh. why I was so bored. Was it yesterday? No, it was the day before. It was Monday. Oh, I got something I, too to end this with. So oh, you okay. you go and then. We'll so end up. sci-fi movie that I don't know if it's super good, but it's one that I really like and I think it, I I would say underrated. Okay. Um, the Book of Eli. Uh, yes. With, Den- with I, Denzel Washington. I don't remember it. Like I have it on Blu-ray. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen that one that I own. <laughs> <laughs> um. I haven't watched it since we bought it, though. Like, we bought it, watched it, and then it's just been sitting down. Um, I remember do you, kind do you remember of watching the twist? it. Do you I, remember the twist at the end? I don't remember a twist. Um, okay. Spoiler, possibly spoilers for Book of Eli, but I remember Maybe. he's, like, blind, right? Maybe. I don't want to spoil it because it is a really – there is a really good reveal in okay. it. Okay. Um, that it completely retextualizes the movie in right. a good way. In a right. – in a, you have to watch it and then you find out the reveal and then you have to go back and go no shit. And like they do. And it's like, you sit there and you go, ah, fuck. How did I not notice that or that or that? And you know, Denzel Washington does really fucking like out there sci-fi stuff. And I love it. Um, they're not necessarily always good. Like, cause, um, I think he was the one that did deja vu with Eva Mendez. And I was like, that movie kind of sucked. And and I beg to say like, cause we had, like good actors like Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. um, well Morgan Freeman's been old his entire career, but like <laughs> Will Smith, uh, yeah. fucking uh, uh, Martin Lawrence, things like that, like all these yeah. f- 
good black actors back in the day. And oh, everybody you totally us back to a fucking bait. forgets. Oh yeah. About all that shit. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz oh, nobody fuck. nobody bitched when we went back to the Magnificent 7 and fucking Denzel Washington was the lead guy in Magnificent 7. But whatever. Magnificent 7. With him, Chris Pratt, fucking I still haven't watched Chris that Simmons. one. No. It's fucking brilliant, dude. Go watch I, it. See, I watched so um it's so fucking good. It's so good. I watched The Hateful 8. Is that the Quentin Tarantino one? Yeah. Okay. With Sam Jackson and Channing yeah. Tatum. And, and then I watched the stupid-ass ridiculous six or whatever yeah. that Adam Sandler did. Talk about a movie that's so fucking bad. It made Taylor Lautner seem like the best actor in that movie. Because he plays, like, the doofy kid. And and yeah. honestly, he committed to the role so solid oh, yeah. that he just he's literally he feels like the best actor hey, in the movie. because Never go full so retard, son. <laughs> Talk about a movie that will never get made again. I need to buy Tropic Thunder. Wow, there's still copies out there. Dude, people, people like still book quote him for that. Like, uh, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> no, apparently there's a line in the movie that he says about, um, I'm a fucking actor or something like that. Of course yeah. I know I'm a fucking actor or some shit. Yeah. Well, apparently Tom Holland says that all the time when the director gives him direction. Like, That's hilarious. Just to get back into it. And he said it once on set with Robert Downey Jr. And Robert Downey Jr. just laughed his ass off. I would fucking die. That's fucking awesome. That movie's great, dude. It's like, it's so weird, but it's like, I, God, I want to watch it. It's now. one of those movies that's so, it can, it can be conceived, it can be conceived as so fucking offensive. Yeah. But it's like, if you just watch it, like when it came out and watch it for what it is and get over your like stupid hyperbolic. Yeah bullshitty everything has to be offending me crap you you, you gotta get watch out of your a good own movie head. you gotta get out of your own head man it's and not like, even your own head get out of the fucking media's like head <laughs> well because it's just like when you see offensive things it's nice to sit back and go why is this offensive right why this is a teaching tool there's a reason why certain movies will never be made again or like couldn't be made again or um, like how come it's okay to do like Quentin Tarantino can make hateful eight and he's throwing the N word around consistently, but because he's I don't not... know, well, but, be... but having a character do blackface ironically, like, I mean, these are things that need to be talked about. And they're things that like, if you just take them for face value, it's mm -hmm. like, this is not painted as a good thing. It's painted as something that. It's it's morally gray. It's like, yes, he's a very good actor, but at some point painting I, him up to be a black man, is that a good thing? And no, they bring it up in the fucking movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have another black character in the movie and they bring it up. It's a social construct that should be talked about. Right. And the movie shouldn't be demonized for talking about it. It's insane. I don't know. Like, it's, there's a difference between doing it to be offensive and, like... Yeah. Like, there's a way to do it to to not be, like, I'm a dick and I'm doing it because I can, kind yeah. of. This was, this was, like, a, it, it was just such a hyperbolic thing. It was, like, I don't know. Because, I mean, look at what they did with Tom Cruise. They made him the sweaty, bald guy and put all these... Why go through yeah. all the effort to make him be this big, fat, prosthetic dude if... It wasn't for a point. Yeah. You wanted to get a good actor doing something different, and he plays a slimy, 
Like, look at Matthew McConaughey, who plays that weird um, manager who'll do anything for their for their agent. It was so hyper. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about that movie was so hyperbolic. I yeah. fucking loved it. It's, it. it's one of those movies too that's like a commentary on like kind of like uh, Hollywood. Uh, and Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing too is like people don't like want. I guess Hollywood doesn't want to be perceived as that as much. Which is really funny because it's like. All the people who are bitching about the things that Hollywood isn't doing or doing poorly, this movie is making a commentary on, but because they saw the one offensive thing, they go, oh, I don't want to hear it. It's like, no, 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 no. They're making their point for you. Like, they're, Didn't he they're win doing an what... award for that, though? Robert Downey Jr. won an award for that role. I have no idea, but he should have <laughs> if he I, didn't. I feel he did. He deserves um, at least a, like a Nickelodeon blimp or something. Um. No, that was one of those movies I remember walking out of, and I go, I don't know how I feel about that movie. Because I was, I mean, that came out in, what, 2004 or five, probably? It was a while ago. Right. But um, I was like, I was just old enough to where it was like, I kind of get what's happening, and I don't know if it's actually a good movie. Yeah. But, he, but, but now it grew up. It grew on me, dude. I love that shit. I can't believe I don't own it. I'm actually kind of annoyed with myself. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role, Robert Downey Jr., yeah, and he's a dude disguised Oscars. as a dude playing another dude. Like, I don't know. He's just he's fucking. On. They even use um. They even use uh. Alliance of Women Film Journalists Best Supporting Actor Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, they even used like their ad libs and and their stuff for like film school. I remember sitting in film school and we watched their uh, bloopers and ad libs and stuff yeah. to to prove how like uh over the shoulder shots can be. Yeah. Um, Dude, honestly, if people still like, I get it. Like the kids growing up today, that oh, I should I shouldn't say kids because I have kids. The 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 young adults, <laughs> as fucking they, millennials. They, where, what's millennials. the PC term? No, not even they're not even considered millennials because they're younger than that age group. Uh, they're like eighteen to like twenty five or some shit. They're the oh, ones that are uh, bitching about everything. Fetuses. And, yeah, sure. <laughs> like fucking i don't even know a, a term to say like to be even remotely nice because you're dumbasses <laughs> and you're ruining the entertainment industry yeah. and the media's going to go after everything that you want because they want your money see the that's thing it is disney it's... doesn't give two shits no. about putting women or black characters no. or anything like that in movies they just want you to think they do by doing so did people forget about all Fuck. the stuff, like all the jokes about Walt Disney, like back in the day, like yeah, how how he hated the Jews and stuff? Like, did we forget about that? I think people yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> so somebody was talking about um, how bad some Disney movies were getting and shit right now, like yeah. everything, like and they they they, they need uh they they said something. And I said, well, they just need more creativity. And then there was, like, a bunch of people commented after that, like, yelling at me. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's thaw out Walt Disney and get this uh, shit, shit going back. I was Let like, me... we'll clean up Disney's act right now. I'm going to try. I'm going to put my foot down and say that if Mulan is not handled with cultural integrity, um, I think that will be the movie that decides whether or not these live actions keep getting made. No, it won't. No, it won't. I think so. I because it so. does not deal with the cultural uh, in group that everybody is trying to appease at the moment. Hmm. Which one would that be, Michael? Um, 
Women. Uh, everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. women's a race now. Um, Women culture. To, I would have to say, because it seems like Mulan is going a different route than all of these remakes. It seems um, like they have a good uh, director, good um, voice behind the scenes yeah. trying this, to direct it. This one is one that I'm holding out hope for, and I know it'll probably be tarnished when um, they do that whole shit like they do like three months before the movie comes out where they release right. like a two-minute clip of a scene. Right. Um, I told it, Hannah, I go, I, I'm afraid they're going to get rid of the lighthearted stuff that happens in this, and if they do that, then I'm out. Um, yeah. I, I love how action-packed it is and all this other stuff, but it's like they're getting so fucking lazy even Hannah was worried. She's like, are they even going to try and do any of the, like, she looks like a guy in the military? Like, are they even going to attempt that? Or are they just going to make her a girl? Make her a girl like, trying to get into it. To get into the military. Right. Which I'm like, oh, no. If they do that, then I'm fucking out. Like, I don't I get think it. that's the way it's going to be. I think what we saw was, like, at the end after she's like, reveals that she's a woman. Yeah. That's because what they're for. in the middle of the war already. That's what I'm hoping for. Because it was. I like, really need to watch the cartoon so I can talk about the story. Dude, you really should. <laughs> you really should. And I, because I would honestly say that, um, Poca, uh, Pocahontas, Pocahontas, because um, there's really only like four or five of these uh, animation movies that actually have like cultural stuff really built in, and it right. would be like Mulan. Uh, what do we got? Mulan. I would say. You could, I don't know. I guess Lion King. How come no. Disney That's hasn't tried stuff. to do a Pocahontas one? Oh, Pocahontas remake? I really it, need to watch this movie because this girl wasn't that, looks fine. Wasn't that Avatar? <laughs> yeah, I guess they're going to be doing all the Pocahontases. Um, the New World that came out in 2005 with Colin Farrell in it. What about As, Tristan and Isolde or whatever? Wasn't that essentially Pocahontas? A what? Tristan Isolde and Isolde. It was I, uh, James Franco and something else. I didn't watch that. But no, they got the New World that came out in 05. But that's still like 14 years ago. Yeah. Um, but that also w- wasn't Disney. Um, but it's based on p- the story of Pocahontas. No, if you it looks more of it, like a, a more grungier movie i actually have this i've never watched it though if you have mulan (laughs) if you have mulan i would say if you're bored watch it with your family tonight it's good it's dude it's i easily say it's top five soundtrack i i I don't know what is it do you want me to watch lord of the rings or fucking mulan pick your choice oh i'll always tell you i always say uh pick lord of the rings always please but (laughs) you're always looking for stuff to watch with your family so i figure this is an easier sell yeah um also, again, like I would say, the the top five, top five soundtrack, hundred percent, easily the best soundtrack. Um, I would love to put Tangled up there, but I argue there's not as many songs as all the other movies, and I still bitch and complain because Flynn Rider deserved to sing more. I think he got put on the back burner because Mandy Moore is actually a good singer, mm-hmm. and uh, because of that, uh, Zachary Levi got kind of pushed to the side, even though, even though. Um, I can see the light might be one of the best songs that Alan Menken's made since probably a whole new world in uh, Aladdin. Yeah, that's that's me though. But you know, fuck me, right? Like I don't know, I don't know Dude. what Disney movies are because I didn't grow up with them or anything. 
I um did oh and also did people forget that uh the guy who sang for Simba as a kid was black? Yeah, you all forgot that because you didn't look because you're stupid. But it, it way, wasn't JTT? No. Uh they had a black actor singing for Simba because JTT can't sing for When shit. he was a kid. Yeah, when Simba And then was a when kid. he was an adult, he was Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. He didn't yeah. sing though, did he? He did not sing. Okay. If he did it, I think he sang like a Kuna Matata. That was it. Kuna Matata. Which, let's be fair, any idiot can sing that. Um, as proved two seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I love you. Um, what, no, but seriously, it? like. Uh, the... hmm? Hmm? Go on. Huh? Go on. Ooh, okay. Go on. I'm just going to go on. Um, again, yeah, watch Mulan, dude. Uh, I honestly, the weakest part is the, the fucking cricket and Mushu. They had to do, like, the kid shit and. Uh, Fuck Eddie Murphy. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> he ru- he ruins so much shit. I like I I used I love him as an actor. Don't get me wrong. I love a lot of shit he does, but just not a Christ. voice. Fucking hate Mushu. I fucking hate him. He ruins he ruins such a classic fucking Disney movie. It's so good. Dude, that I wonder so if um they're trying to get him to come back and do like another uh uh Shrek. cop movie that the. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. I'd watch that. Right? I would. I mean, they're doing that. another Bad Boys. Why not do another Beverly Hills? God, do a I, do a fucking merger. Bad Boys meets Beverly up. Hills Cop. Shut up, Michael. There you go, Hollywood. <laughs> There's your representation, you fucks. Um. Oh, oh, Beverly oh, Hills uh, co- uh, Cop. I was gonna say Cowboy. <laughs> you idiot. Beverly Hills Cop meets Bad Boys meets Men in Black. They have to come together. Done. Boom. Done. Nailed it. Hollywood orgasm. Uh, There's all your money right there, guy. Nope, Just like best... the Fast and the Furious and Transformers should fucking join together nope. and do a movie. If they could figure out how to do it, do a Ghostbusters correctly, it should be Men in Black and Ghostbusters. Yeah. That'd be a fucking great They're story. They're owned by the same ma- studio, aren't they now? Universal has both of those. Sony. Right? Sony. Um, Sony. Um, Sony has. Oh, but they can't make shit. Though they suck, Spider Verse was a Spider Verse only counts because those people got free reign, because they were in the animation department and nobody gave a fuck about them. Um, let's see, but Paranormal meets Aliens—that'd be fucking amazing. And you yeah. can even have jokes. Could you imagine like the worms or an alien meeting a ghost for the first time? <laughs> It'd be fucking hilarious. I mean, even Sony don't even give me a movie. Give me a short. Dude. Give me a short. Who, Denzel Washington? Yeah. Yeah, Equalizer 1 and 2. And Antoine Fuqua made both of those. Who did Magnificent 7? What was I talking? Book of Eli. Uh, dude, underrated fucking sci-fi movie, Book of Eli. Let me tell you, though. Uh, Mila Kunis, I really wanted her to be awesome. Is she in that? Yeah. She even has a gay name where I'm kind of like I make fun of the writers because that was like a time like back in like the 2000s where people mm-hmm. were just trying to like have cool artsy names. Solara. It's like, really? Her name's Solara. Right. Like, she's like 20 something. Granted, the like the burn or whatever, their catastrophic thing happened like 30, 40 years ago or whatever. So she was born afterwards. Right. Who's naming her Solara? Like, get the fuck out of here with all of that. Um, but that's fine. Whatever. So that's a but she can't act in this movie, dude. Oh my God. She was the worst part about this movie. And I was like, no, please don't be the worst part because 
I mean, I've seen her in lots of things where she just can't act, though. She's so. really not great. Um, I feel kind of bad because um, I think she's being miscast. I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she's being miscasted. Yeah. She doesn't have a range. She just plays really funny bitchy. Right. Like, she's really good at that. Dude, why Like, um, her and that spy who dumped me. I watched that Spy Who Dumped Me that was trailer. funny. I love that. I, is the movie any good? It I want to see it. It was funny. I mean, it I has like Kate her. And, yeah. I, I mean, if you they can stand their, if you can stand um, their humor and shit, you know. Yeah. Because she's funny. She's awesome as Jackie. Like, she nailed it. It's the same problem I think a lot of those guys have. Like, they just nailed it with that 70s show. I cannot right. see them as anybody else. Well, I mean. Topher Grace suffers from it the most. Yeah. Easily. You're like, oh, fuck, Eric Foreman's in this. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's why I think he, like, ended up quitting, too, that 70s show before they did Venom, or that he did Venom because well, of that no, he same was reason. No, he was filming. Yeah, he That's was filming, he but season. it's like, you got to get away from it, too. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, a character well, actor, mean, like, you know. I'd make that argument, but, I mean, it's just like, you got to do better with your choices, though. Yeah. And a good actor can get away from it. Miley yeah. Cyrus can... Miley Cyrus did it. Selena Gomez can do it. Zac Efron did it. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. I mean, um, granted, they're not like big box office I mean, numbers, but they're still good. Fucking what's his name? From that 70s show. Uh, one. Danny Masterson. Will, Wilmer Valderrama. Um, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. He's gotten away from it. I mean, he still, when he does comedies, you can still see like the Kelso yeah. in him. But when he does serious shit, you can see the serious. Like, like he's, he's good different. on the ranch. Show's not great, yeah. but like he's good on it. And um, oh, dude, Red Foreman. Yeah, he's a bad guy in RoboCop. I the mean, very he's been in lots of stuff though, so he he knows how to rebrand his shit nonstop. Because ah, after that '70s show ended, like he took a little bit of a break. He did some movies. Then he came did back and did stuff. he did some weird uh, TV show too. About like kids coming back, like people coming back from the dead. Uh, forty four hundred. Yeah, something like that. Or something like that. Um, and then he was in something recently that I watched. He's uh, in sci fi shit right now, mostly. Yeah. Um, no, but um, yeah. If you haven't seen Book of Eli, that shit is good. Um, I don't wanna, I don't wanna hide it from people. There, it, there's a huge religious overtone. Um, I hate overtone to kinda... or undertone. Uh, I would, it kind of depends, uh, I guess verse first viewing it's undertone, right? Second viewing it's an overtone. Um, again, it's recontextualizing. Um, I hate to steal it from you, but they are looking for a book. Mm -hmm. And because I say that, I think most smart people will figure it out. Um, but the book holds a lot of weight in a post-apocalyptic world and mm. I would like people to watch it regardless of what their faith is. Right. Um, because this book could be any book and it would be a cool movie. Um, this is the ideology portion, not the actual literal representation. Essentially. Yes. It's a religious book. It could be the Quran. It could be whatever. And, um, uh, Eli wants it because he needs to get it somewhere because he heard of a community that needed it and mm. would use it in a good way, quote unquote. Um, again, that's up for interpretation. But then also the guy who wants the, – the, the villain of the story wants the book 
because he says the book is a weapon. Right. Because it can take people who feel impoverished or um, unrep- like just who are down on their luck or have no have no vision or no journey or no path to follow that this thing can take they can take words that he can't come up with and make them validated. Mm-hmm. Which I love. I think it's a cool idea. The using ideology as a weapon or using it as a as a crutch or using it as um, a healing thing. I, I don't know. It's all it's all really cool. It's all ideological. It, regardless of whether or not you're into faith, I think I think cynic cynical people who don't like faith who tend to be atheists or agnostic, I think they'll get something out of this. Um, I think people who are religious will force them to maybe think maybe yeah i should be more um i should be more educated in my own faith i should be more um weary of how i sling my words around right i utilize something that i believe in i think that's important i think it's a i think it's extremely important and it was cool to be put in a a goofy sci-fi post-apocalyptic world with fucking denzel washington dude yeah like and gary oldman's the fucking bad guy i mean come on yeah. This is the you got a bunch of good actors doing some cool shit in a and just a cool neat little environment. It's fun. It's a, okay. it's a, it's a it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, I'll probably rewatch it. I don't know if I'll watch it with Nick or not cuz I, I I like post-apocalyptic more than she nah, does. Nah, it's just but, a quick watch. I just watch it by yourself um, so you can check it and Yeah. pause it for like Sounds good, guys. Everybody go watch that then. It's good, man. It's a lot of fun. If you like sci-fi, you'll fucking love this. Denzel Washington's fucking brilliant as always. Gary Oldman's fucking brilliant. Uh, Mila Kunis is not great, but she's hot. Okay, there you go. You can have that. Uh, the fucking chick that Rob Stark marries in uh, Game of Thrones, I'm pretty sure plays her mom. So that's funny for mm. me. Um, doesn't matter if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but it was a nice little quote-unquote mental Easter egg for me. Um but it's cool. They handle the post-apocalyptic stuff pretty fun. They yeah. even do like the thing where, um, you know, people don't have perspective or perception anymore. Where it's like, you know, the stuff we took for granted, people murder each other for now. I always love that concept in um, post-apocalyptic shit. You know, it's like chapstick. You got chapstick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a great yeah. scene. It's like. Yeah, you don't think about it, but like when your lips are fucked and you're bleeding and it sucks and yeah. it's horrible because it's dry outside, chapstick is fucking godsend. But it's like, well, yeah, what if it doesn't exist anymore? Vaseline. It's like, it's like oh shit. But no, but what if that stuff does, doesn't exist anymore? And the Kill only way some you can animals find it is and to, take it. He, well, no, that's part of it. He makes cat oil. Yeah. It's like, same thing. You just put it on. He goes, no, it's not the same. Um, you know what I mean? cool okay, shampoo man. okay like a like like a hotel <laughs> bottle of shampoo is really cool i don't know it's really cool i like movies that make you think yeah uh, don't don't turn your um, brain off for this it's there's fun. is one of those that's one of the biggest things that i have with hollywood right now is they they tend to make a lot of things that it's literally right out there there's no subtlety with what they're doing yeah. there's no um anything and I, I noticed subtext. it with with a lot of a lot of films coming out recently like there's they don't try to make the audience think and no. it's funny because remember guys this podcast isn't just about movies and TV with music is the same fucking thing yeah. like and I love I I just noticed this and this is why I have to talk about this real quick 
um, because I was cutting grass the other day and I was listening to the Kamikaze album from Eminem. And he was criticized in a lot of it. Be, well, one, because he attacks a lot of people. Yeah. But he there was a part in the um in one of his songs where he says something about uh, I make him eat some skin and yes I mean eating a penis or something like that like he had to blatantly say it and people are like well why the fuck did he have to say it we get it we knew what he meant no I was smart like, people get it clearly you didn't listen to the entire album because throughout the whole album he's making fun of. The fact that people don't get his shit because they don't understand it. Like, there's legit a verse in there where he says something about, um, it's not my fault you're too stupid to fucking get it. And then, like, he goes on and says something else. And then, like, in the background, you kind of hear, like, the person, the, like, him talking in the background saying, like, I mean this, I mean that. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. fucking hilarious. And, like, the same thing is, like, with movies, it's like, We've gone into that generation of movies where it's like, we're not going to hide anything. We're just going to put it on Front Street. It's yeah. like, that's not what like all the great filmmakers way back in the day used to do. They used well, to called- use like social things. We're put into stuff, but in a way that you could, you could perceive it as any race, gender, yeah. sexuality as yourself. You could say, that's me right there. I get this. I get the story plot. I get it. Like Thanos, I get it. I get why he's trying to kill half the universe. I might not agree with it, but I get it. This was a joke (laughs) I made um, during the July 4th stuff. People were posting, uh, let's all thank Will Smith for doing, for saving us on Independence Day. And somebody made that post with Will Smith, like in his gear from Independence Day. And I put in the comments, I go, no, I'm not going to thank him because I don't feel represented by him because he's not a tubby, fat, white guy like me. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the whole point is like people forget that this actor doesn't have to look like you right. to portray who you are. Right. It's like I said, when you watch Men in Black, I don't love Will Smith or an iRobot, another great movie where these are social ideas like, oh, Independence Day. It's like, no. Think about if the world we have we have fucking aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie shows how people would react in, right. that, mo- in that movie. Right. Fucking fanatics with signs like, on top of a building die. And now I'll, other people show up. I'll always go know? back to Star Trek with it too. Like the original sure. series was very now back then. Back then they didn't see it. If you go with what we see nowadays, you'll be like, well, well they just shoved it in my face. Back then, it, that was a little more cryptic because we weren't well, so used to Well, those people could it. also get f- – no, cryptic my ass. Those Not people cryptic, could be f- okay. They yeah. could be fired for that. Yeah. They were told they would be fired if they But did there's, that. like, the episode with, like, the black and white people. Like, they're black and white on one side. Yeah, and the other they're actually culture. literally painted yeah. white on one side, black on one side. And then the other culture in theirs is they're painted opposite of them. Yeah. And then like the people are like, whenever I look in the mirror, I get, you know, I hate myself because they're seeing what they hate. And when how cool the is that? Same fucking thing. But how cool is that though? <laughs> and it's, it's something it's that great. makes you think. And, it's and like, like they, they, people use that as like a social commentary now that that same episode, mm-hmm. but like back then they, no. no one fucking read into it like that. 
No, and if and if that came even out, even though now, they were to supposed and, to, but even if like they made like a Black Mirror episode right now that like they were doing something like that, people would be like, "Oh no, you're being racist twice somehow. You're doing right. white and blackface." It's like, well, what if the person underneath is white? Is it only half racism? That's legit black, though. <laughs> That's not brown. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But, I um, actually have pictures of myself doing the black and white, just like those yeah. alien guys, because I love like the 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 way. Well, when I wasn't fat faced, <laughs> I'm I'm stealing I, fat faced look now, John. You're gonna. I'm not gonna me. be mean. I'm not gonna be. Mean. Hey, man, I still <laughs> I'm still a little round in the face. It's all good, dude. I was so much bigger than you. Just calm down. You just Ugh. calm down. At least you have hair. How about that? <laughs> At least you still have hair and nice haircut, by the way. I want to be nice to you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Anyways, we'll get back into topic. Oh, you said something about uh, Kurt Woodsmith from that '70s show. I don't remember yeah, what I you love said. Him. Red for um, Red Foreman. He was yeah, the bad Red guy Foreman. in Robocop. Did you know he was in Agent Carter? Uh, yes, I did. I didn't know um, that. He was I'll a high up. He was a high up agent who comes in and so essentially closes. Red down. Foreman is a part of the MCU, guys. Just saying, dude. I actually didn't even think about that. That's fucking awesome. That's and dope. so is the dude from Dollhouse. Um. Um, but no, uh, with him, he was on an episode of Future Man. Did you ever see Future Man? No, I Seth really Rogen's it. version. I really, really want to watch okay. it. Okay. Um, well, the chick with the purple hair is um, she plays a, a one of the interns on one of the later Scrubs. Yeah. Seasons. Yes. Yeah. She's. I knew I saw her before. Yeah. You just like she's uh, They call it. her Joe. He calls yeah. her Joe. Um, she's the bitchy one. Who ends up hooking up with the old uh, Jet Jackson? Yeah. Or um and or uh, Cyborg from Smallville, <laughs> who uh Rip. Sorry, dude. Sorry, you were sad and ended your life early because you were an awesome actor and the famous Jet Jackson was one of my favorite Disney shows ever. Uh, so Rip, I love you. Um, uh, fuck it, she's great. She's great, dude. <laughs> I will watch. I will watch dude, that show. You I should want watch to. it. I just. I don't it's, have Hulu. Get a free so, like trial subscription. There's only two oh, cool. seasons. Oh, cool. I'll just no. That's fine. I'll pull it out of my ass. That's fine. Try a free trial. Try a free trial, Michael. You're just saying it. You're just. How do I do that? I do I just make up a fake email? Yeah, yeah. Make up a fake email. I'll but give you one IP? of my twenty. I was like, I swear they IP that, don't they? I don't think you so. have to give because nowadays you have to give like a sir like a like a uh, cable provider and shit. I don't have a cable. Well, I guess I do. I no, you internet, don't have to give a cable, cable provider. I didn't have to give a cable provider. Well, I had to do it for HBO. Okay, well, I guess it's a thing. Okay. No, I'll I think it's it. like if you're trying to get your f- free cut, shit. Cut, cut this. Can I borrow your password for like a week? Mine only works on my shit. Well, fuck Because me. it's the free account, yeah. See, fuck <laughs> off! God, see, you're um, an ass bag. But no, I was you watching You just, like, it. refuted your own thing. I was okay. watching it before I had Hulu. I just... On that other thing I gave you. The other thing he gave... Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I don't want to put it out there on blast, because then they'll shut it down. <laughs> Fair enough. Nice um, But yeah, uh, uh, check it out, because the, the first season's cool. The second season is out there. Uh, it's kind of like Stranger Things. Like where the first season's better than the second, of course. They're yeah. only they're only doing three seasons. I heard Seth Rogen cool. signed on for three seasons. I wish only. more shows would do that. I'm like, unless they're like, unless they have a good premise, like right. Supernatural. I don't know how they did it. They do have some bad seasons in there. Do not yeah. get me wrong. That show is actually pretty solid for 15 fucking seasons. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. 
Um, I still so haven't watched it. You, you, I think you'd like it. I, I legitimately think you'd like the first five seasons, maybe. Yeah. Because uh, season. See, I'm one of those dicks three, though so. that once I start watching something, I gotta watch all of it. No, that's who I am. No, I was the same way. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like because that's why that's I try why not I'm to be like, an can shows just end. Shows just need to end. <laughs> uh, but see, that's why I would say go ahead and start it now because there's 15 seasons. Yeah. You're not finishing that in a year, especially not if you're trying to watch a bunch of stuff. Right. And they're on their final season. So. Okay. So yeah. it'll be done. By I'll probably the time I'll, what I'll finish. do with that then is probably what I do with uh, all the Star Trek shit. Like I watch it slowly throughout the time um yeah that way because star trek even those are like 22 episodes seven seasons each and i was just like i, I can't just sit there and binge this shit like especially because some of them are really slow yeah so it's like okay i'll do it here there bam boom everywhere but no i, I suggest here, watching there, it to everywhere. everybody out there um i mean it's comedy and it's seth rogan uh comedy uh good actors good side i mean it's just good sci-fi yeah. And I've it, seen I the love trailers. the fact it looks too, good. though, dude. I think I brought this up in our group page, our discussion um, on Operation Babel group. That like, I think I commented on it because it was posted on there, um, and someone was telling me how he loved him. I was like, I love the fact that Seth Rogen came to the guys and was like, "Let me create the last Starfighter for you," and it he didn't get permission to do so. And then he just came out with this big ass spoof thing. It was dope. I loved it, and it was pure genius on his side. It's kind of like how they did the Orville, where he went and tried to do a Star Trek show as himself, and then he ended up getting the Orville started because they would not let him do so. So I'm curious. Did um. Seth Rogen write and direct or how'd this work? Um, he was the like main creator. Uh, well, it doesn't even say he's a creator on, uh, IMDb, but he's the one that like came up with the whole thing as far as I, I was been, aware. Cause I've heard he's been closet producing like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. He's doing yeah. that thing with those. Uh, I, I saw a trailer. Like, it was like him and a bunch of kids doing something. Yeah. I still just like not in like a creepy way. You you would think after this show came out and then the Orville came out that these studios would just let these comedy guys have just do their something, shit. You know, it's like they're asking you for this. You're not letting them do it. They're coming out with something better. And now after the or, the uh, the show has been on for two seasons, they're now going to reboot the Last Starfighter as a movie. The but guy the guy finally to- gave it up. He's like, but that's okay. why they're going to this. That's why they're going to the streaming services because studios yeah. don't let them do shit. And Netflix is like, I don't give a shit. We have so much bullshit on here. Right. If your shit doesn't, if your shit doesn't do well, that's fine. We got Stranger Things four coming. Just well, do your thing, and if it's a hit, it's a hit. If it doesn't hit after two seasons, then we'll just can it. You know. But oh, shit, one. It's Netflix. Yeah. Dude. People will just yeah. watch it because they're bored. The one show that Netflix did uh, get rid of that I'm kind of sad about was the Santa Clarita Diet show. They yeah, ended like it. I think it was we got four seasons out of it. Or was it really four? I thought they only got to three, but yeah, maybe it was three. Um, but I loved that one. Yeah, it was three seasons. They canceled season four, but the way they ended the last season, I was like, 
you can't leave it like that. <laughs> it's like that's like the fucking angel ending with the fucking dragon coming. You can't uh, do that. Maybe they'll give you a, like a final movie and like no, a, they won't. like an hour and a half. <sighs> they might. They did it for Drew Serenity. Barry, Drew Barrymore better get on that shit then. <laughs> they did it for Firefly. Fuck off. Yeah. The studios did it. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for uh, my all my all stuff right, I've so watched. Then I want to end this by calling somebody out because they're fucking assholes. Fucking dick bags. All the bags of dicks. All right. So I listen to this movie podcast sometimes. They do reviews and they have like a style set up of how they do it. Is it from Thrillist who made that fucking bullshit no. list I'm still fucking no, pissed about? No, no, no. Um, but sometimes, like, well, a lot of times, they kind of shove, like, the, the social justice stuff down there. A bunch of white guys, and they're always like, oh, we need more diversity. Like, not diversity. They don't even say diversity. We need more black people in movies, and, and we should get rid of some of these guys and just put women in. Kind of like just, just pandering to that audience. When honestly, Sounds that like audience Disney. isn't even listening to their podcast. Probably, yeah, <laughs> it's, probably. it's probably just allegedly, a guys. Um, but no, the, so they pander and shit like that, and and I I get it. I can get past that part of their show. So I went back and listened to uh, one of their reviews they did on Black Panther. Uh, last year, so it would have been last year. Right after they did this, right after the movie came out, and I was listening to it, and yeah, they had their stupid pandering crap in there about how Black Panther was the best movie of the year, and Hollywood should do movies with nothing but black casts. And I would say, oh, isn't that a Tyler Perry movie? But okay, uh, <laughs> but Chris Rock did it with Death at a Funeral. Even then, used Peter Dinklage again. That was a good movie. The first one. The first one. I didn't. There's a second one. Chris Rock did one, a black exploitation oh. one, where it's all black people, and Peter Dinklage still comes in and reprises the exact same. Character. Yeah, I saw. I saw that one. I thought it was okay. I've the seen the better. British one though. Much better. Yeah. Um, but uh, they go in and they start talking about the movie, and they're doing all that, and then they start talking about the Stan Lee cameo, hmm. and. Then they were like, I don't even remember the Stanley cameo, honestly. In Black Panther? In Black Panther. I don't remember it. But they is said, there even one? Apparently. But they said, why is Stanley even in this movie? He's an old white guy. And at wow, first, I was fuck? like, are you guys fucking retarded? Go die in a fire. Go die in a no. fucking fire. Are you retarded oh because Stanley yes, created the Black Panther. No, they are no, they are retarded, Michael. They That's are. the whole thing. They are retarded. After they What do you said mean they? That, <laughs> what do you mean they? After they said that that <clears throat> that he shouldn't even be in the movie because of that. Again, it's like a pandering line. Uh, and, you know, Stanley created Black Panther. Maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, God forbid. God um, fucking bid. And then they went in and said, "Well, Stanley should just die." He's like, "When is Stanley just going to die?" And then they kept going on about the Stanley dying joke, saying, "Yes, yeah, Stan, you should just fucking die so that Marvel movies can be better." Quote unquote. That is exactly what they said. Well, that person has lost their internet card, and they're not allowed to go see comic book movies. The rest this of their podcast is called Garbage Town. The movie rightfully, review podcast. Wow, rightfully titled. 
rightfully titled. Please don't listen to these people because it is horrible. I know they have. But please go to their website and tell them they're fucking retards. Yes. And they should die. In and this isn't even. Okay, maybe uh, not uh, die, but like. This isn't even the thing based on like if you like comic books or not. You shouldn't yeah. say that about any person. Anybody, period. first of all. Anybody, first of all. Second, especially the creator of the thing you're watching, right? You fucking dipshit. I hate it. I fucking hate it. And and to give a little more reference to these dumbasses, they also said Black Panther was the best MCU movie. So maybe do the they do write for Thrillist. You know, fucking welcome <laughs> to Thrillist. Uh, I couldn't imagine couldn't imagine what they look like, Michael. Couldn't imagine. Oh, all right, guys. Oh so God. I think Read I'm gonna end this podcast. Stanley, I love you. Stanley, I love you. I wish you could still cameo from the heavens. You're the best. Thank you for everything you gave us. Fucking fuck all these idiots. Oh my god. Grow up. Oh my oh my lord. Black Panther sucks. Endgame sucks. Far from home's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully we do Oh God. Oh well, I'm I love the sci-fi heavy. We're gonna go watch something. I don't know. Watch something, Michael. Learn a thing. I'll learn a thing. And I'll see you back, hopefully, soon. Okay, cool. All right. Well, later, nerds. I'm so sorry. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch this episode and more at soundcloud.com slash Operation Babel or iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play at Operation Babel or YouTube at Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S. Have a great day, guys. Peace.